guys, welcome back to Headline News with Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. So today we've got quite a bit for you. Yeah, we do. I've got a beef. <laughs> you know, Keep your hands there. off my hamburger, Mayor, Can't touch New it. York City Mayor. Coming after the beef industry. Oh my gosh. They don't they want you to eat bugs. They do. And, you know, you've got these Democrat cities that are overrun with violence and mobs, and they don't need to be that way. They New York City was a great city under Rudy Giuliani. But what happened last week in Chicago mm. is insane. These mobs went like insects, like locusts, all throughout the whole city. And the mayor of the, you get rid of Lightfoot and you get another Lightfoot. He said, well, they're just hungry. Oh, they're just hungry. Yeah, yeah. we've got that. Starving got people can't stop the starving people. A new potential whistleblower on Hunter Biden's taxes. Out of the IRS. Of all places. Of all places. Oh, my gosh. You've got that and so much more coming up right after these messages. Don't go anywhere because it's going to be a phenomenal headline news show. And we're so glad you're here. Okay, Leah. So what in the world am I seeing with this first story? This, this grandpa refusing to dance. With a transgender. What okay, is that? Okay, so people watch this show, RuPaul, yeah. drag, drag Queen. Yeah. I think I'm going to fix the camera okay. because I'm a And, you know, we, right. oh, no, it's Americans are too bored. Okay. When you have time for a dude to dress up as a woman, you just don't have enough to do during yeah. the day. You know what though like when you're I would say the same thing also for makeup and stuff like that too, right? Absolutely. So I put this on because I we do we do a program, but like yeah. farm days, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. So if you're a farmer, you ain't got time as a dude to dress up like no, a lady. No, because it takes Too a much lot effort. more time to transform a dude to looking like a lady than for a lady to look like a better lady. True. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were going to say that for the lady to, for, to look like a dude. For a dude to transform and to try to look like a lady, a, a, a woman. It is. It, of course it, it is, It takes yes. a lot more time. So they yes. don't have, they need a job. They need to, to put forth into this world something of importance. Right. Okay. So you know these episodes, these reality TV shows, they try to make things a little bit outrageous. Mm -hmm. So they grab these three old men, older guys, and they want to pair them with a drag queen. Dear God. Okay. And they, it doesn't go as well as the studio had planned. Or maybe it did because this clip went viral. Let's see. Why don't we just pair up? I'm not into uh, touching, I'm, okay? I'm, I'm not letting okay. me put that out front. I'm no touching, no touching. No touching, I won't touch you. I was paired up with Isaac. He was like, no touching. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. The music will start. The boys will turn around. Right. So, gentlemen, let's turn. Gorgeous. And then we start walking. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then maybe let's look at the gentleman. Gentlemen, you guys can acknowledge us. Ooh, who is this? Cool. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a man of God. I can't do this. Oh, no. I love those people. I pray for them. I would never do anything to hurt them or condemn them. But men are not supposed to dress like women. I'm not going to go along go along with that. It's time to stand up and be a man of God. Time to stand up and be a man of God. Come on, man. I like that dude. I will be his friend. Oh, how did he get hoodwink hoodwinked into that to begin with? That's an excellent question. I want to know, but he did seem a little shocked. He did seem he to, to make a moment. Him, like walking away, like no, like, no, I no, can't, no, no, I can't do no, this. No, I tried. I'm a man of God. I really tried. Okay, and so the other guys, they're like, "Oh no, what do we do? What happened here?" 
oh no, this is awful. So I don't know. I don't know how he gets in the situation. Like you said, like how does he even get to that point? But honestly, he. I, that, was that, that was really encouraging. That was really encouraging. I'm a man of God, and men shouldn't be dressing like women. Right. It should. You it know should. what I love about that statement, though, is that you know, kind of at the extreme level, you and I would just say men should not be lying with other men. And he is going. He's like at the very surface level. Like y'all shouldn't even be dressing like women. Forget well, what you're doing. Like, what did sexually we just speaking. see? We just saw six dudes. Yes. Okay. We just saw six dudes and one man of God. And one man of God. Um, and it's very interesting the way they paired. They had an, an Asian, non, an Asian dragon. And what queen, is that? And what is that that like with the with the red hair? I mean, that is like it's in, I think it's like shirt? a J-Lo wannabe. I mean, that it, look at it. It's just like I can't even. I, and that's probably what he was thinking. I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And you know what? It's interesting. Men should not dress like women, but at the same time, men should also not dress like women that are dressed like but, whores. Why is it that when it comes to the drag queens, especially that they dress like it's hookers? It's just horrible caricatures of the worst kind of woman po- possible. Like it's just awful, over the top, disgusting. I find weird. it offensive. If that is your take of what a woman is or a female is, then you should be canceled on that alone. Yeah. Right. Like because women, real women, don't dress like that. Right. Like that tall giant in the middle. Like mm-hmm. no, woman, women do not dress in complete spandex. Mm-hmm. One like a unisuit of spandex from top to bottom. It's embarrassing. I'm offended, and they should be canceled. Look at that. That is just. Oh my goodness! Catwoman. Yeah, it, it's a Catwoman outfit. Yeah, it is. It's, it's still unkosher. It is still unkosher. Um, you know, it's we can just do a highlight, you know, reel of all the crazy things from the left. Mm-hmm. We grew up, and you guys grew up in a world where those those crazy white right wingers they want you to be married and have your childrens in marriage. And it's did you say childrens? Children in marriage. Have your childrens in marriage. Yes, you did. Whatever. Have your children in marriage. Have your kids, your kids and children in marriage. Um, Don't listen to that rock and roll, that crazy, you know, rock and roll. Those look at look at those crazy Christians who went, you know, telling people not to listen to sheltering their children so that they grow up and become awkward. Awkward. That's not awkward. Are you kidding me? You've got the the kid that likes to sit in the corner and read books by themselves is more awkward than what we just saw? Oh, no. No, no. No, no, no. That's awkward. That's weird. It's it's out there. And so the Christians have been trying to show people, you know, hey, if you just kind of stay within these boundaries, boundaries, you know. Uh, we might, we can go with some of the oldies. Okay, mm-hmm. just don't push the craziness. And then you have radical uh, lyrics, and now you're now you have, um, you know, the 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 Cardi B's of this world. Like, hey guys, it's called a slippery slope for a reason, mm-hmm. right? It's called an avalanche for a reason. The Christians over here, like, you're gonna start an avalanche. Right. Stop what you're doing. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And now the rest of us over here are going, avalanche. Yeah. Speaking of an avalanche, this past weekend, mobs of children and young people descended upon Chicago and looted stores and Again. And, and obviously jumped on cars, just causing all wreaking <clears throat> havoc for no apparent reason that I even know of. 
And this wasn't a BLM thing. It's, I don't know if it's just getting started like these kids, like it's a fun thing to do. Ants in your pants. Ants in your pants, right. So, but the mayor comes out and says, well, you know, you can't stop hungry people. They're just hungry. Can we roll this? This is what America's second largest city looked like this weekend. point to that. Nobody's benefiting. What you're seeing instead is civilization unraveling, unrestrained violence and destruction effectively unchallenged by government authorities, the mindless breaking of things, the rage of stupid children. If you let that continue, there will be nothing left standing. Most people don't need to be told that. It's so obvious. It's intuitive. Would you let your kids set fire to the living room? Probably not. But the new mayor of Chicago, who is an ideologue and a racist, understands that these stupid children are his militia. When they destroy what others built, he becomes more powerful. Their destruction has a political use. And so he refuses to criticize them. They're stealing because they're hungry, he told us. Like these were the widows of Richmond during the bread riots. Watch his explanation. Is that the answer? To loot because it's a form of reparations? To loot because they, that's how they can eat? The real answer is, how do we make sure, the question is, how do we make sure that people can eat? Look, no one is gonna condone um, you know, behavior that, that quite frankly speaks to a level of desperation. So you're not, you're not condoning not, looting? I, I'm saying that people are acting out of desperation. We don't want a society that is acting out of desperation, but you have to pay attention to the cries that people have. So you're, you're not that, condoning looting? Th th there's no way to, to, to embrace that. What I'm saying is you can't condone the looting that corporations continue to do every single day when they take tax dollars from black, brown, white folks all over the city of Chicago so that they can turn a profit. Well, that would depend on being believing in the police authority and the elites have done everything they can possibly do to discredit legitimate police authority by calling it racist. We are seeing civilization break down in front of our eyes. It's a willed and voluntary breakdown and it will continue and worsen until we stand up against the phony charge of racism, whether directed at the police, at medicine or the arts and start defending America's civilizational inheritance. I, I love this idea that what we're, we're seeing is the product of starvation or deprivation or poverty. These mobs are all organized on social media. The participants all have smartphones. That's not my idea of starvation or deprivation. So, um, Leah, it, it, I, I'm going to have a blonde moment here, and it's okay. It's fine. I don't mind being blonde on air every once in a while. But he said you can't condone corporations taking tax dollars. So are, is he saying that, the, that corporations are getting all these tax benefits, right? He's trying and, to, that, the, that the poor people are not getting. No, well, maybe. No, what he's saying is corporations are, he's a socialist. 
Corporations are big, giant corporations, mm -hmm. and they are mobbing people, robbing from people every but day. But he said they're taking the tax dollars. So what he's saying is, like, they're taking the tax dollars is what had me. He wasn't saying the corporations are taking dollars from tax-paying Americans. Mm -hmm. He said corporations are taking tax dollars. Now, I'm sure I just misheard him the way he meant it, but what I'm hearing is he's saying that the corporations take taxes from people, not the government. It's the government that's taking the taxes from the people that are working for the money. Yeah, so... I the corporations, and I'm, I'm very anti-corporation, by the way. Yeah. Okay? But the corporations aren't taking... They're not stealing tax dollars yeah. from the average American people. You can say they're raising prices and just taking right. money, yeah. but it's not a tax. Yeah. You missed there. Uh, towards the end, you didn't really miss it. There's a video. It's gone viral. And Tucker kind of played it, but he didn't... Uh, he didn't, on this particular segment, talk about the fact that mob, there was a mob there towards the end and grabbed a white woman by the hair and just started beating her and dragging her. That's not hungry people. Okay, so uh, that clip was from, that, that Tucker brought up, is the current mayor of Chicago. Lightfoot is out. Right. And, and, and they got somebody who, this is what happened in New York. They got rid of uh, Andrew Cuomo. Mm -hmm. They got somebody way worse. Right. I would like for you guys to know and understand something as we cover Joe Biden. There will be someone worse. Right. Worse than you can imagine. This mayor of Chicago right now is using these th these thugs. Um, you, you heard what uh, the lady said in the second half of that little segment. She said. These children, these young people all have smartphones and they they heard about this is going to be a fun thing to do on their smartphones. So we're going to go just descend on the city and act crazy. They were not in grocery stores pulling bread and fruit even or even some meat like uh, tears rolling down their eyes. I am so hungry. I haven't eaten them for a week. OK, that's not what it is. He also is saying that they're starved for opportunity. Now, I would get this. I will tell you this. These children, these young people, this is what you get when you keep people in the inner city. You feed them GMOs, horrible food. These children have never been on a farm. They've never probably been outside the city or seen a star or hiked in a mountain. And let's talk about the backpack bill for half a second, right? So what, what school choice would do would allow at least some of these yeah. children to exit from the system. Right. They're starved for opportunity because you're keeping them trapped there by your policies and poor education. This is this is the, I don't want to be cliche, it is the cities. These cities are Democrat plantations. Come they on. keep you there because they can use you for votes. Okay? The whole reason Donald Trump seemed to lose in 2020 were these Democrat machines and they use these inner city people who they pay them like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We saw it with the the, the movie, the, the 2000 Mules. Mm -hmm. Okay? Hey, for every ballot you, you go harvest, for every ballot you fake... Uh, fill out and you turn in, we'll give you 10 bucks. They, these, they make desperate people will do crazy things <clears throat> for you. Okay. And so they need these, the, the, these people inside of the cities. When these children get outside of the system, that it is a system designed just to keep them government plantation. So you, broken. You hit the nail on the head. Okay. So broken. They, uh, 
these Democrats and these mayors, I they are going to. So the devil did not want you to finish your statement. I know statement, the rant Mia. on the kids and there. Turn my camera's you off know? again. Look at what I did. Look at what you did. I'm sorry, guys. Um, she's sorry. It's so unprofessional to do that live, but <laughs> I can't help myself. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Not in a studio somewhere with a bunch of producers behind our camera. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, we are. You know what, guys? Um, when right when the devil attacked our system, we were talking about the system that the kids are in. Do not look at those children, mob like forming that mob in the mm. inner city and blame them. Come on. They are the product of their parents. They're still young. I'm sure some of them are 14, 15 years old. Oh, they're just bad. They're just a bunch of bad kids. No, kids aren't born bad like Whoa. that. Okay? Those children have been left behind. You know, George Bush said, no child left behind. You know what he did? He said, no child left behind my behind. Okay? <laughs> Y'all, it's, it's... These kids need a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. And Republicans are failing them and Democrats are failing them. They're failing families. And so we have answers outside of the system and it's to pray. I pray for these kids in the inner cities that they will know what it's like to grow up and, and run through a field in grass with no shoes on. Okay. That they'll be able to have a dog and some chickens and go out and, and make bread with their mom. Like they don't have love. They don't have a loving environment. So stop blaming these kids. And I know I hear the police, right? Well, it's just because you don't have enough good police and you don't have enough to put a lid on it. Okay, great. You're going to put a lid on it. And then 10, 15 years down the line, then what? Okay. You can't just put a lid on bad behavior. You have to encourage good behavior. You have to love. Love is the essence of it all, of life, of living. Okay. And it's not enough just to educate kids because we talk about this on our show all the time. You're, you're, the, the system has produced parents who are strung out on drugs, who are very ignorant of all things, life and living. Okay. I want to I tell y'all something because I was listening to Scott Kesterson does a program every Friday on bended knee where he just takes prayer requests and people mm. will write in. And I was listening to that before while I was getting tonight's show together. And a mom had written in about her son who's hooked on heroin. Uh, and we have worked with Teen Challenge and, and Young Men. And, like, and Ohio is like one of the biggest states. Heroin is the most evil thing on the planet. But I'm here to tell you guys something. And this is not just cliche, okay? If there were more Teen Challenge, the one here locally is called Teen Challenge Ranch. Yeah. But it's not actually a ranch. And I wish that it was. It could be. It has the land to be. If you stick somebody that is addicted to anything out in the country and you start having them take care of animals and then you show them how they can own their own land and they start building themselves up. They learn how to build things. They learn how to farm, how to plant. I am telling you guys it that that coupled with a relationship with Jesus Christ is hands down one of one of the only ways to truly get a drug addict set free. Yeah. And no one is doing it. Very few ministries are doing it. But I'll tell you what, the ministries that are doing that and then showing these people not how to become a worker for another farmer, but how to have their own land, something that's theirs that they wake up every yeah. day and they have to, and they're out of the city. They're away from their their former friends and cohorts. Yeah. Okay, so You've I'm got- looking at these inner city kids. 
The answer isn't more programs. It's right. not even really school choice. And I know this sounds crazy and insane, but the answer to just about most of the problems in society is farming and living out in the country, hands down, bar none, mixed with a relationship with Jesus Christ. And you see, I can you can tell what God wants you to do with what the enemy is attacking. So you've got the the new mayor in New York City. He is a vegan, I believe. He's a vegan. This he's rolls a, right he's into totally our next segment. A, no, yeah. so I'm talking about he's a vegan, which means he doesn't do. So vegans don't do cheese or milk or any yogurt animal or, or insect. I don't think byproduct. they even do eggs. Right. Okay. But I'm sure they wear leather jackets and shoes. No, I don't. No, they don't actually. That's not vegan. That's why you can buy purses that say vegan and it's imitation leather. They lie. I just know they lie. But you've got the the New York City mayor saying really going to to war against meat, and we're going to talk about that um, after you see this this clip here. One in every five metric tons of carbon dioxide our city emits comes from food, but all food is not created equal. The vast majority majority of food uh, that is contributing to our emission crisis lies in meat and dairy products. We already know that a plant plant power diet is better for your physical and mental health. And I am living proof of that. But the reality is that thanks to this new inventory, we're finding out it is better for the planet. You know, as he was talking, and I literally laughed out loud when he said, I'm living proof that it's better for your mental health. Because um, I think that, that you actually just proved the opposite, that it is not better for your mental health. And guys, it is certainly not better for the planet. You know what's better for the planet? Um, less industrial revolution, more getting back to the farms, more having animals instead of using fertilizers like 10, 10, 10, using weed killers like Roundup, using GMO products like Monsanto, Satan is what we call it. Like actually, you need animals for fertilizer or else you're going to be using chemical fertilizers that literally harm the planet. If the planet could cry, it cries every time you use 10, 10, 10 or 12, 12, 12. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? If the planet could rejoice and jump up and down and leap like a gazelle, which gazelles mm -hmm. do leap, mm -hmm. they would do that every time you take, like we raise pigs and chickens. Every time that fertilizer from the pig that comes out the back end goes in the soil, the soil goes, yay! Yeah. Good for the planet animals are. Again, good for the... Good for the planet, but good for the soul. We just got new piglets. We did. Okay. And we had our cousins and their kids over yesterday. And there's one one of them. Oh, I have pictures. Yeah. I should have sent gets them to in the, the pig pen. His name is Caleb and he won't leave. Yeah. He won't leave the entire time he's here. Like we're trying to do it was like an extra Easter thing. We try to do like some um Easter. All right, I'm gonna do this the old fashioned way. Aren't they so cute? Look at those cute. Can you? Things. So kids inevitably are drawn to animals. Mm -hmm. They he, want to be with animals. And it actually has to be beaten out of kids, yeah. right? To um, not want to be on a farm and not want to hang out with animals. Because why do animals bring you life? They do. Caleb literally was asking. He's like, can I come over on the weekends? He's, I told his mom, like, can I just stay the night here and sleep with the pigs? Like, well, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could and, and here's the thing, this, 
this is what I say for those those kids. The, the, the Chicago mayor had come out and said, in no way do I condone the destructive activity we saw in the loop and the lakefront. There was a place where all this was happening. However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who otherwise have been starved of opportunity in our communities. Our city must work together to create safe spaces for youth to gather safely and responsible under adult guidance and to supervise um, all that junk. No, you need to get these kids out of the inner city. Yes. You need to show them what hard work is and, and, the, and the benefits of hard work and sweat coming down your brow and planting things and just life, right? They're, they're, it's a simple answer to a, to a complex problem. It is. Why are we, but we often take simple things and make them incredibly complex, mm -hmm. right? There are things that are complex, Okay. This next story is incredibly complex. News has come out that Ukraine has sensitive nuclear information, meaning Ukraine, not only did they have the biolabs that didn't get shut down, mm -hmm. but now Ukraine has our American nuclear information, like nuclear war stuff. Can we roll this and talk about this in a second? It was true. Yes, she said, there are many secret biolabs in Ukraine. And, quote, we are now, in fact, quite concerned that Russian troops, Russian forces, may be seeking to gain control of them. Wait a second, you may be wondering. Why does the U.S. government maintain secret biolabs in a primitive country like Ukraine? Why not Austria? Why Ukraine? And why didn't we dismantle and remove these secret biolabs when the war with Russia started? Nobody ever explained that. This show was attacked for asking the question. Now we have learned that actually it is far worse than just biolabs. Not only has the Biden administration been maintaining these labs in Ukraine in the middle of a war, it also has, quote, sensitive nuclear technology in Ukraine as well. And no, we're not making that up. They admitted it today. Watch. While Ukrainian staff are still operating the Zaporizhia a nuclear power plant, it does fall under the control of Russian armed forces and is currently being managed by Russia's state-owned uh, uh, nuclear energy firm Rosatom. So this is a significant concern. And essentially, in this letter that has been reviewed by CNN, sent by the U.S. Department of Energy to Rosatom, the U.S. government has essentially warned Moscow not to touch the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant because of this sensitive American nuclear technology at the plant. So many questions here, but we'll begin with the biggest one. What exactly is, quote, sensitive American nuclear technology? Sensitive American nuclear technology? Probably not to produce energy. No one in the media is going to ask that question. But if it's in the middle of Ukraine, in the middle of a war, it stands to reason this sensitive American nuclear technology has military applications. In other words, these are nuclear weapons. What else could they be? We'll stop speculating there. But take three steps back. This is all so crazy and so reckless, it is hard to believe it's happening. Here you have a Democratic president gone completely off the rails, completely, with existentially dangerous consequences, prosecuting a war that can only hurt the United States. A war with... You know, and that's the thing. It can only hurt the United States. So what's the motive behind it? 
we're learning that America has way too much to do with this small, super corrupt country that three years ago nobody really talked about and five or ten years ago nobody even knew existed. Nobody nobody talked about Ukraine. Right. It was never on our map. But you know whose map it was on? <laughs> it was on the Biden's map. So true. You know, when you know Joe Biden went over to that country over there, that Eastern European country, you know, almost like a third world, most corrupt uh, country uh, in, in Europe. And he said, you know what? By golly, you better fire that prosecutor going after that energy company or you're not getting your $1.3 billion from the United States. And by golly, you know they fired him. They were looking into that company that was investigating the company that my son sat on the board of who knew nothing about energy. You know, I wish we could put countries in personifications because if we had every country in, a, in some sort of personification yeah. and, you, and Ukraine would literally be the sleaziest, the crummiest, the most corrupt character out of like all of the countries, the ones that will backstab you, the ones that can be bought off. I mean, just like the worst character of all. And then somehow, magically, they're, they're they become beautiful, saints. wonderful people who are just fighting and rushing. It's beautiful people. And we're not saying that the Ukrainians are corrupt. We're saying that the government the country, is corrupt. The government itself and is its leadership. Yes. Well, it's the oligarchs, the energy, all these different things. So. In addition, I'm guessing that Hunter didn't pay the taxes on any of the kickback things that he got, like the 1.3 from a, the mayor of Moscow. You know, million. I would be paying taxes. You know what? If you get that kind of money, at that point, it's all a bonus. So, like, just give the taxes so that you this doesn't happen later on. It's like 40%, man. 50%. They don't want to do that. Uh, you get 1.3 million. You ain't going to give part of that to the government if you were crook. Come on, man. <laughs> I worked hard for this. I'm gonna You didn't do it. For it, that's they did. They they did. That's what they do. These people uh, really, really prostitute themselves. But there are business dealings that Hunter has had to admit to have had it having because he has some money. Yeah. So in order to buy things and have some money, you have to be you have to pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. So Hunter has been investigated, being investigated for tax evasion. And for one count of lying on the um, lying, lying on, it's a felony to lie when you go to purchase a gun. And he lied and said he never was into drugs, didn't do drugs, or he wasn't on drugs at the time. I don't know which one it was, but he lied. Well, we have a whistleblower that's been working for three years on the tax evasion part of this story right. with Hunter Biden. Yeah. Now, is this something that I really enjoy talking about? Not really. But I'm telling you that it it has to come out. These people are so corrupt. They've got, you know, uh, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, was in solitary confinement. And we found out later that he was just walking around the Capitol. Being led by led police. Led by police. And then when that video surfaced, which they knew they had, they let this kid go. Okay? But everyone knows it's out there that Hunter lied on the gun form. Right. It's well known. Everyone knows that Hunter Biden was not paying taxes. It's well known. Okay. And so you it's the have. the background check application. Thank you. You have Merrick Garland who testified that he was not putting pressure on the attorney general in charge of this case. The whistleblower has come forward and said that he has tons of information to back up the fact that that was a lie. 
boldface line. And that there is pressure from the DOJ not to bring charges on Hunter. And I'm thinking that they will be bring charges on to on Hunter. I think they will. I'm thinking that they're trying no, they're to time there because them. CBS them like mainstream media is now covering this. But I think that they're trying to time them. I yeah. think that that they know that Joe Biden can't run for president, but they know that Kamala can't be vice president. So they need to make the switch at the right time. So they're going to the, the, the Biden's family will crumble and fall. And when you watch that, when you see that happen, this is like John, John, uh, the revelator and revelation. When you see these things happen. OK, know that the end is near. <laughs> Okay, yeah. because they are getting ready to rise the beast. And I know this goes against the Revelation Red Pill. I am not saying that this is the beast of Revelation. Right. Okay, I'm saying that they have a plan to raise up somebody new. And I believe that China is behind it all. Mm -hmm. Do you have any speculations? Of who? You or think what? it's going to be Gavin Newsom? I don't know, but... Um, I do. That's can we, let's roll this clip on the, uh, the IRS whistleblower real quick laptop proving that he took millions from the government of China. How does that work exactly? Did he pay every dollar in federal taxes? Did he fully declare the value of his work vehicle or of his crack? What about the Russian hookers? Fox News alert, a bombshell just dropped in the Hunter Biden tax investigation. A senior IRS whistleblower has reportedly told Congress that they want to come forward and reveal a cover-up in the tax evasion case. Although Hunter wasn't specifically named, according to a letter from attorneys, the whistleblower has been overseeing the, quote, ongoing and sensitive investigation of a high-profile controversial subject since early 2020 and is looking for guidance on how to lawfully expose preferential treatment and false testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee. The New York Post is saying a congressional source confirmed the complaint pertains to the first son and the timeline matches up with T hunter's tax investigation we will keep you updated as this story develops you know i just find it so fascinating that you know they've been threatening us with these how many irs agents you know how much money they sent like if they're gonna come after the little guy thousand and and yet hunter biden still we should all be a good company knowing that if even if your information is out there for the public to know the IRS, if if all all things be equal, won't even come after you. And all things are not equal. And that's all the things are not equal. And that is the problem. Um, I, I didn't have it prepared for this segment. And we're actually won't be able to do this, I believe, on um Facebook. So join us for our second half. Go to resistancechicks.com for the second part of the show. But um Catherine Engelbright hmm. of True the Vote. She and I'm sorry, guys, if I'm getting I'm missing his name. I'm going to play the video. The 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 partner that they did the 2000 mules. Mm -hmm. Remember, do you guys remember when they were arrested? Mm -hmm. All those charges have been dropped. Well, of course. No, just today. No, I know. I'm just no, saying. No, no, like not just of course, because this is a really big deal. They have. They like. Mike Lindell has been looking for information on the machines and Dominion and things like that. They have the proof. And, and now the charges have been dropped because they do have the, the proof that China has all of our voting rolls 
in their system. Wow. Do you not think that China is going to push for certain things and certain people in certain elections? Okay. Did not China want, China wanted Joe. China, we want, we want Joe. Okay. I'm convinced that there were shenanigans. Now, Fox News just paid out $750 million. To Dominion, okay, when they could have just played a compilation of Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris, and everybody else questioning the machines. It's okay to question the machines when you're a Democrat. If Hillary Clinton was questioning everything when she lost. She still questions the 2016 election. Okay, they all question the machines. I'm going to tell you that Fox News settled because I don't think they want to know or they don't want it to get out there. Okay. If they had just, if they had had the lawyers that uh, Catherine Enelbright, the truth of vote people have, they could have exposed. Let me tell you, it's not about the, the $750 million for Fox News because as soon as Fox News settles for a case like this, what does it do? Even in the mind of someone like myself, as soon as I saw that headline, the it goes, is fine. It what it means is it says, oh, so it's been proven that the machines are fine if they settled for this money. Right. Like no. it just, I, I believe that they were told to settle. Yeah. For that reason. It has nothing to do with the money. It has yeah. everything to do with swaying public opinion going into 2024 that everything is fine with the machines. And everything is and not it, But it was, it's a, it's effective. Yeah, so from Revolver News, you might have missed it, but the most revealing moment of the Dominion Fox News case that's been dominating the news cycle didn't come during discovery. It didn't come when the court filings revealed CEO Su uh, uh, Suzanne Scott's angry emails about su subscriber losses or Tucker Carlson's text messages about Donald Trump. It didn't even come the moment Fox agreed to pony up an eye-watering $787 million to settle Dominion's claim uh, before going to trial. No, the most revealing moment of the Dominion saga occurred Tuesday afternoon when Dominion lawyer uh, Davinia Brooke thanked the assembly pre assembled press for the role they had played in the company's heist. Thanking the, the, uh, the media for helping out in this whole thing, Okay. Stunning moment in journalistic history. Dominion attorney gleefully thanks regime media for helping defeat Fox News in the First Amendment trial. Thank you to all of you for being with us on this journey, Brooks said to a crowd of reporters. We appreciate what you've done to help us and to help expose what we were able to discover over the course of this process. So thank you. And we'll see you at the next one. Brooks, thanks were well aimed. Every step of the Dominion lawsuit was a collaborative effort between lawyers and an army of press allies. Their objective, the destruction of a rival press outlet they hated and the remaking of American defamation laws in order to do it. The rest of the media went on a gloating spree over Fox's misfortune. This is a momentous evolution in the relationship between the regime and the American press. It also It's also a far cry from, say, the comeuppance Rolling Stone received for its bogus UVA Jackie story eight years ago. The victim of Fox's alleged defamatory reporting wasn't an innocent person, but a subsidiary corporation owned by a large venture capital firm. The amount of damages Fox News was facing and the amount it consequently had to settle for was cartoonishly out of proportion 
proportion to any actual harm inflicted by Fox's reporting. The scale of these damages and those being sought in a similar lawsuit uh, by fellow voting machine company Smartmatic are not about remedying a harm. They are about putting Fox out of business and the rest of the press is cheering. Well, would that be such a bad thing? Believe it or not, this is a recent development. In 2009, when the Obama administration tried to squeeze Fox out of the pool of accepted news organizations, it ran into stiff resistance from other press outlets. The, uh, those other versions of, of CNN and the network newses are gone. They didn't even have to change personnel because the old version of Jake Tapper is gone. The new press has arrived, one perfectly happy to collude with the government. For the press, the Fox Dominion saga was a bonanza, with zero concern about the ramifications of obliterating an entire uh, an entire news outlet over its election reporting. Here's, here's the thing. I'm going to interrupt you here because Fox News has a corner on the market. Their shows like Tucker Carlson get so much higher ratings than anything in mainstream media. They have zero reason to want to be in the big boys club because they're already beating the big boys club by numbers. If they want to be in the big boys club because of reputation or whatever, that's that's fine. So what I'm saying is I, I'm, I'm digging the Revolver News article here, but I do disagree on this Goliath versus David. Fox News is not David. They're another Goliath. If they have settled, it's either because they didn't want to know or they are part of the problem in trying to let lead us to believe that Dominion is safe. Yeah, and then you do have these press freedoms that are totally obliterated with this, okay? CNN and all these different other outlets they defame people all the time. Where can how come Donald Trump can't sue them for calling him a Russian agent? Exactly. Over and over again. How come I can't sue? Because I know I'm certainly been called some sort of Russian agent. I'm on sort of some stupid blacklist. This is all crazy. Um, but it is good to know that um the True the Vote team that they're they're sticking to it because they have the facts. Yeah. I will say this. I didn't know this. But in a clip that was um, a few weeks ago, Mike Lindell took out a $10 million loan to pay his employees because of the fallout of my pillow being taken from stores like Bed Bath & Beyond, which is going under, by the way. So, yes, this is the Variety on show. But if you guys need any sheets... If you need anything, visit the MyPillow store. Well, not only that, but he's being forced to pay the $5 million in the um, challenge. He's had an, an, an arbitration between uh, a man who was at one of his symposiums who they have awarded him $5 million. So it's a, that's another legal hurdle. He was saying, you, you, if, if anybody can actually crack this, I'll give $5 million at the original cyber symposium. Mm -hmm. No one was able to crack it. But this guy is claiming somehow because he couldn't understand it that he still wins the $5 right. million. Exactly. No, that's kind of a good way to put it. So Mike Lindell is under a lot of pressure right now. He is facing a, the same kind of lawsuit, uh, a defamation lawsuit from Dominion. And we need to take Dominion over this. This is a total satanic and 100%. spiritual war. Okay. And so pray for Mike Lindell. Pray for these people who are putting their lives in fortune sacred honor. Um Catherine Endelbright spent like 10 days in solitary confinement. Yeah. But she didn't do anything wrong. Right. Imagine what that could do to any of us. So go to MyPillow, use promo code RC, right? But also support Mike Adams. Yeah. So the brighteonstore.com. 
I'm telling you, every week I promote this because it's my absolute favorite product that they have. And I got an email this week from them, Hawaiian Astaxanthin. It is one of the nature's biggest antioxidants out there. It's good for your heart. It's good for your brain. It's good for your immune system. It's good for your eyes. It helps you with recovery after a workout. I am telling you what, this stuff is absolutely amazing. It's good for healthy skin. Go to thebrighteonstore.com, use promo code CHICKS, get the Hawaiian astaxanthin. I like to buy it. I think there's like a six pack that I normally get it in. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you buy it in bulk and then you've just got it. And I, it supports your energy levels, your endurance levels. It's, it's called the king of carrots. I mean, this thing is just so good for you. We love it. And we love you guys. And God loves you. And we'll see you next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Brighteon.tv. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Welcome back to Headline News with Resistance Chicks. Not on Rumble right now. Not on Rumble. The whole of Rumble is down. Like all of it. Yeah. Like Rumble.com. Rumble is down. They did not tell us. So if you want to watch live, and you should be watching live, right? If you want to watch live, you're going to have to do so. It's supposed to be down all so. week. I don't know we're going to do on Sunday. I don't know. Maybe it'll be back by Sunday. Just pray. Did you just blow a raspberry on live on television? On at Rumble being down, not letting us know, like, like legit, like you gotta tell people, programs. people be counting on you, Rumble. <sighs> but what if we really had Rumble? You did read that there's something exciting coming to the app, which is the yeah, live so, chat. So yeah, if you guys have the Rumble uh, app on your phone and you've been like trying to chat with us and you've had to open up a whole other window, put it in your browser, live chat. Now, I keep asking them, can we go live on Rumble from our cell phones? And I am not getting a response from them. I guess I'm not some super You're big. Not good enough. Like, um, not cool enough. Well, you know, they're signing big. They're wanting to. They remind me a lot of like Parlor when they're all, they're trying to get the UFC fights in. And they're trying to bring in like the masculine numbers of people that are kind of still a little bit on the right. Not super lefty because mm -hmm. you gotta like find your you gotta niche. Walk that line. And there's this weird niche in UFC fighters who probably aren't gonna be lefty woke people because mm -hmm. they are like intense, right? And so you have a lot of fighters, including women, who are out there making a platform on, you know, don't cut the genitals off of children and all this stuff. So, Stop it. You know, it's really good, but. Uh, I get it. Listen, it's technology, and if it has if it has to be down, it has to be down. I just wish they had made some sort of like major announcement that it was going to be down, It'll so be people nice. could like make their plans. Mm -hmm. I think you know why I think they did because they'll probably be coming in and out like back and forth. So they're going to like keep people coming back to Rumble because if you knew they were going to be out for three days, well, that's three days of people you ain't coming to Rumble. You ain't yeah. getting to come to Rumble, right? Yeah, they're in and out, in and out. Supposedly they're down all weekend, but yeah, they're saying, well. but their their Twitter feed says intermediate. Yeah, intermediate what, yeah um, right? i don't know intermediate so that's all right you know when we we'll when we got kicked it. off of youtube we had a very lively chat there in on the d live d livers i think you guys would enjoy the d live people over there yeah we d -live. might i think it's d live.com or d live.tv let me see it's d live dot d live dot tv forward slash resistance chicks you want to watch over there all right so i've got a lot of stories for you guys tonight we'll see how many we get to one of them I didn't get to at uh, the end of the Tucker segment, at the end of, well, there was a Tucker segment on this, at the end of our Brideon segment, is the fact that Tucker Carlson and Glenn Beck have covered, there is a group of 
black identitarians, mm. black leftists, socialists, who are against the war in Ukraine. You know, you, it used to be the leftists were against war. They were against the war in Ukraine. Well, you know what's very interesting is that the DOJ has now filed charges against them as working for the state of Russia. Get as a out! Agent. Get out! For memes, for memes, wow, posted against the war in Russia. This is unreal. Can you imagine this? Actually, yes, because they if you do or say anything against their mainstream ideology, you are automatically an agent of Putin himself. You Putin has your phone number. Boom. On the speed dial. On the speed dial. All right. If I don't know, can you bring up a tab yet? Yeah. Are you busy? All no, right. I was just gonna So over here somewhere in like the middle to okay. the right is a Glenn Greenwald tweet you said glenn beck well i know but i'm playing glenn, glenn okay Greenwald. there's a lot of glens there are a lot of glens okay so i'm saying that people on the right like glenn beck and tucker are covering this but i there think glenn Greenwald, nope, this isn't the right one right uh, topic wrong tweet wrong topic wrong tweet right topic wrong topic right guy we want Glenn Greenwald. That was Glenn, Glenn Greenwald I had up just that now. Well, we probably could play that. But was that was that a good one? I just said, right guy, wrong topic. Yeah, we can play that one. You are unreal That's to one. me. That's one. You two. are unfair. Do you see the one I got up? And the one I did have up was the right topic. It said the black leftists. But that was not it. I'm telling you that this is the one I just had up. And you said, I said, right topic, wrong tweet. And you said, wrong topic, wrong tweet. And I said it was the right topic. Right tweet, wrong tweet, just right topic. It, just play it. Who's on first? Play it. Play it. The United States. Now, there's no evidence to interfere with any election. You're allowed to be pro-Russia. You're allowed to be pro-anything you want in the United States. Saying things the government doesn't like, having unfashionable opinions or opinions that are out of step with Joe Biden's opinions, that is not a crime. You can spread pro-Russia propaganda if you want to. You can spread anti-Russia propaganda if you want to. You can say whatever you want, but not anymore. According to the indictment, the criminals in question, quote, wrote articles that contained Russian propaganda and disinformation. Huh? They also gave speeches and posted videos that annoyed the State Department. Here's one of them. There's a discussion about Russian military border uh, buildup uh, on its border uh, with Ukraine and how this represents a terrible threat uh, uh, to Ukraine by, uh, by Russia. Uh, but there is no acknowledgement of the history uh, that took us to this place, how the U.S. overthrew, uh, uh, participated in, in facilitating the overthrow of a government in Ukraine that was friendly to the Soviet Union. Nor does it talk about the history of this relationship between Ukraine and, and Russia. This is an ongoing aggression. It did not just start. It's, all, it's been going on for a while, but the U.S government uh, uh, relies on the ignorance of, uh, of the people uh, in this country and much of the world that's facilitated by people like Zuckerberg. So for whatever it's worth, we're not really sure who that guy is. We know he's American. Pretty sure that on a lot of issues, we likely would not agree with him. A lot of what he just said in that video seems to be true. But even if it weren't true, even if he was wrong, it would still be constitutionally protected speech. In a free country, which we had until recently, you are allowed by definition to have dumb opinions. Most of us do, but not anymore. So that man you just saw is facing 10 years behind bars for expressing views about Ukraine that the Biden administration doesn't want to hear. 
That's terrifying. Does no one else think that's terrifying? It is terrifying. And to that man's credit, whoever he is, he saw it coming. Here he is at a rally last month. They have declared that black people are so stupid that it takes Russians to tell us that we are oppressed. I have never known a moment of black freedom for my entire life. I have never read of a moment since the beginning of a colonial mode of production where black people have been free. And yet they are saying that we are working, we are agents of some foreign power because we say black people must be free. Okay, again, we're not defending that guy because we agree with all of his views. We probably don't. That is totally irrelevant. Whether you agree with what someone is saying has nothing to do with his right to say it. Americans are allowed to say what they think is true, period. If they take that right away, you are no longer a citizen, you are a slave. Glenn Greenwald is the host of System Updates and joins us tonight. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I'm, I'm actually in some ways glad that they went after a group of people I you know, probably don't agree with on a lot of things because it just makes it so much clearer. This is not partisan. This guy is saying something the regime doesn't like and they're trying to put him in jail. How is this happening in America? I think one of the critical things to remember is even before January 6th, the Biden administration said their priority is to launch a domestic war on terror, to take all the tactics we used against al-Qaeda and ISIS and foreign terrorist groups and, in, and direct it inward because they perceive that anti-establishment dissidents in America, like the person you just showed, are the real enemy. And that's what this is about. There's a foreign agent law that is supposed to be if you say things you don't really believe because some foreign government is paying you millions of dollars to say them, you have to register. That's not the case with these people. These are people who have been radical black leftists for decades. They're not the people the Democratic Party likes. They hate the Biden administration. They're against yeah. the war in Ukraine. And they claim that they found $500 here, $2,000 there that have origins in the Russian government for events they did. This is what we criticize Russia for. We fund opposition groups in Russia, and then Russia says those are foreign agents. And we object and we say a foreign agent is only somebody saying things the government, a foreign government tells them to say. And now we're using that same theory we say Russia makes, makes Russia tyrannical to criminalize dissent in the United States. That's what this case is about. So what's interesting about this is these are not MAGA people. These are the victims of systemic racism they're always lecturing us about, right? And their First Amendment rights have just been stripped, and they're looking at jail terms for having opinions Biden doesn't like. Where are the liberals? Where's Morning Joe? Where are all the sensitive white liberals to defend these people? They're not. Well, this is why I'm, yeah, this is why I'm so glad you're covering this case, Tucker, because this is the tactic that tyrants always use. When they want to implement a, an authoritarian precedent, they choose people that makes others uncomfortable. When they wanted to start banning people from the Internet, they chose Milo Yiannopoulos and Alex Jones because they knew exactly. that even Republicans would say, I don't want to defend those people. They're, they're a bridge too far. And then the precedent gets set and they expand it inward. Again, these are not people the kind of black radicals, Democratic Party uh, establishment representatives like. They're people who attack the Biden administration, who don't vote Democrat. These are yeah. real dissidents, and they know that not even Democrats will defend them no they're, they're not taking money from apple and facebook they weren't in on the blnr scam they actually mean it you know here's the thing as i was listening to actually i actually am listening to the guy's rhetoric and what he has to say and how he's never known black people to be free here in the united states and this is what i would say to that actually because i know that this isn't the topic but i do want to address it because it's important 
that man is is seems to be very convicted in his beliefs and you know the bible talks about being a slave to sin okay so when it comes to black men and women not being free in this nation this harkens back to our first segment on brighton.tv where we always go live every friday at six and we were just talking about this I'll, and this this is beyond skin color, but it does include a, a wide swath of black people. They are still slaves. Mm -hmm. And just like in an instant through repentance of, of becoming a Christian, we are now no longer slaves because it's a slavery of the mind, mm -hmm. right? There is a slavery of the mind in black, poor, inner city communities. Mm-hmm where they have no idea how to get out and they are put there by people who want them there, who want them poor, who want them as thugs, who want them not to succeed in life. And that's the Democrat party. Mm -hmm. It's more than that. It does include a lot of rhinos, but by and large, it is the Democrat party because they are using these people for votes. So when so, you tell me they're not free, when you tell me that black people are not free, I would agree with you, sir. By and large, under my definition I just gave, 100%. But you can be. But you can be but in you an can instant. Be in an instant. You know, their whole, their whole, there's an Instagram. If you click on the Glenn Greenwald, um, if you go to the Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, um, I don't know, you don't have the one up that I had. I might. Um, you might. Let's see. So with these kind of very these are these guys are very extreme i will just say they are extreme and when you click on their their page their specific twitter their mm -hmm. own twitter they then they're still allowed to have a twitter though right now even though they're domestic terrorists and agents of putin they still have their twitter and you don't it's from 9 the 19th their instagram is it their Instagram or their Twitter? So, oh shoot, he says here's their Instagram. Because I, honestly, I'm not actually that upset with their belief system. Oh, which like I, no, like no, it's I crazy. Wait, no, what I mean is, hang on. What I mean is this idea of well, what I just mentioned earlier of being a slave. Well, here's the thing: no one should be. Oh, I can't, I can't find where, I can't find Pull up their tweet. Instagram. I'll find them on Instagram. Just give me their name. Bl the Black Hammer Organization. Black Hammer Org 2.0. Okay. They are radical left-wing communists. Okay. There it is. There, right, there it is. Okay, dokie. But what's interesting is that you must side with let me scroll a little faster so you can kind of look through some of it uh they got hugo chavez in there uh they call people out um neo-colonialists these people we don't align with on anything i mean just scroll all the others back to the top and see their their thing they're communists okay anti-colonial organization that exists to take the land back for for all colonized black people or all colonized people worldwide okay 
So they are, um, they're, they're communists. They call each other comrade. Like they are communists. And what's interesting is the, is that you've got the United States government. It's like, which communist do you like? Mm-hmm. The United States government is happy with China and their communism. But we're seeing this. We talked about this on our Sunday show. We're seeing a radical weird shift of powers that you can't really figure out who's on whose side. So Bolsonaro was in South America, one of the bulwarks against um, the rising takeover of China. So they have ideologues, they have ideologies. So where people align, like with the idealism of communism, it's just Satanism. You've got Lula now in, in Brazil aligning with China. Now, Tucker asked Bolsonaro, do you think China has any, would have any sway in your elections? And Bolsonaro was very um, reserved. And you could tell, I think, that he had some fear of saying anything out loud. Hmm. But now Lula is cozying up to China. China is cozying up to Russia. These guys are cozying up to China and Russia. But Americans are have have pulled themselves away from that kind of Americans have never been communists or socialists. Okay? They've always been about capitalism, but they will use an ideology like communism mm-hmm. that the that poor or people or whoever They'll use it, but they're crony corporate capitalists. Exactly. Under the front of being a socialist. So they'll use China. Yeah. But they don't want China's socialist communism here. They want to use them and their slaves. Exactly. And so there is a battle even like China wanted Joe. China wanted Joe because China wants more inroads in America. And there is a, a struggle happening in the power in the power world that we're talking about. So let me read anyways. this comment over here on Facebook from David. I I am black, and I have been black since 1984. I just turned 39 on Wednesday. Happy birthday! Aww. We're the same age. I was free at birth and still free now. My freedom comes from Christ, not man. And that's just something. Boom. So with the communist mentality, um, what communism was about to begin with was race. I mm-hmm. mean, was, was class. It was classism. Right. Which actually makes more sense. And now communism is kind of, well, we're just going to make it about racism because so many of their elites are in that higher class. They don't want to be the bad guy anymore. Exactly. So now they have to create a new bad guy. Right. And the new bad guy is, so you're, that is absolutely wonderful to say. I'm glad that you were free. You know, and honestly, we're all under this corporatism. Mm-hmm. We're all not free. It's we're all in the same we're, boat. Exactly. We're all slavery in this boat. exists in America regardless of color of skin. Okay, we, we pay our taxes. We pay our property taxes. We're we are we are a slave to the system. They make your children go to school, and if they don't, you get thrown in jail for truancy. <laughs> That's a word you don't hear very often. So. I uh, I got this clip here. If you could bring up Representative James Comer. Six more Bidens have 
uh, may have cashed in on the family business dealings. We're going to go a little bit more into, there's an IRS whistleblower who says that he's been working on the Hunter Biden case for three years and that the DOJ has been squashing their investigation and squashing their ability to actually bring charges against Hunter Biden. And so he's coming forward under legitimate whistleblower legislation to prove that um, Merrick Garland lied, blatantly lied under oath that he was not putting pressure on the AG, the attorney general in this case. So can he go to jail for that? Like just, you know, I, I'm just kind of asking for a friend here. If you're, you know, if you're lying about something like that. Here's the qu here is the, here is the rub. Okay. If you are the jailer and you actually have the keys to the jail, right? No, you can't go to jail because you have the keys to the jail. Right? So, um I I, I can it. Mayor Garland be, go to jail for this? I no, he's he's the jailer. No, that's the whole point of the FBI and the CIA. Has anybody in the CIA or the FBI been brought up on charges ever? I don't know. That's a good question. Probably okay. not. So I've got a clip for you that's going to show you that Secretary Blinken put pressure on on those in the CIA to, to sign come the out to sign the letter, the 51 that signed the letter that said that the laptop was Russian disinformation, which everyone knows is not true. Right. And even at the time, it defied logic. President Biden, do you have a response to House Republicans who say nine of your family members got money from overseas? Now, how much longer can Joe and his uh, White House ignore questions like that? Especially given what we've just learned about the Biden family crime organization. Now, courtesy of documents reviewed by the Oversight Committee, They've identified six additional members of Biden's family who may have benefited from the family's businesses, bringing the total number of those involved or benefiting to nine. Joining us now is House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer. Congressman, I guess the question now becomes, you know, was there any Biden family member not benefiting? Maybe that dog that you know Biden tripped over that time, his family pet? I mean... Uh, well, the way they've benefited? set up so many LLCs and so many bank accounts, I wouldn't count the dog out. <laughs> I mean, we just haven't gotten to the dog yet. Right now we're at nine and counting, and it's just, uh, it's worse than what we thought. Uh, we've made a lot of progress in 100 days. We've been able to get six bank, six different banks through subpoena, uh, bank records on specific accounts. But what we've learned from uh, our most recent trips to the Treasury is there are a lot more uh, Biden family members involved. There are a lot more LLCs that were laundering money or at the very least hiding uh, the, the source of the, the deposits that were coming from our adversaries around the world. And, you know, there, there are a lot more bank accounts than what we've first thought. So what, what do we know about the bank accounts and the connection to these foreign countries? Well, the banks were very suspicious of where the wires were coming from. Uh, and it, they weren't just from China. They were from other countries. And we'll go into more specifics hopefully next week about that. But uh, with 
respect to China, the banks were concerned that these LLCs sprang up and they had no revenue. And then all of a sudden, a $3 million wire or a $1 million wire popped up from some uh, company in China. Uh, and, and, you know, they were they feared that these were state owned entities, uh, which means they were directly funded from the Chinese Communist Party. They weren't legitimate businesses. So the banks knew that something fishy was going on. And then they knew the recipients of these wires from from China and other countries uh, were the Biden family. So they were politically exposed persons is what, what it's called in a bank, a PEP, a politically exposed person. If you're a relative of a high ranking government official, uh, you're a politically exposed person. And then if you're getting wires from countries that uh, are on our watch list or countries that we have sanctions against, then you're gonna get a lot of bank violations. And what we learned is a lot of Bidens have gotten a lot of bank violations more than what we first would have estimated. Well, Congressman, were you surprised that Hunter Biden ended up accompanying President Biden to Ireland for the big tour of Ireland they recently did? It's almost like they're back on the gravy train again. Like, get, 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 get it while the getting's good. It, 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 At it's least burnishing his reputation. You know, um, listen, you, you, you watch our show because we are professional. Albeit a little irreverent. And I just got to say, I do have a hard time watching Laura Ingram because of all the Botox. Oh, Leah. I wish that people would be more natural. It's hard to watch the Botoxy people. Doesn't get, you know what, though? It's hard. I we would rather watch somebody. Vicky Natale's flawless face serum and extreme face cream day and night that's what we're Age using gracefully come on okay but i i am watching her and i'm like is she smiling or is that is that resting face have they made that it's it's a resting smile and like michelle's always you too like can this. look as all natural as leah and michelle with organicbodyessentials.com I'm just wondering, like, is she's, it feels like when she's watching these people, she's smirking at them, but she's not. I think that they have made it to their, I'm trying, I follow people's facial expressions, but uh, this is why it's hard. It's hard because the facial expressions are set <laughs> and there aren't any. She doesn't even laugh. She didn't laugh at the dog joke. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the dog was on the take. And she just stayed there like this. Now she chuckled. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I put that out there not to make fun of her, but to say just ladies, 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 from what I, the feedback that I've gotten from men it's true. is that they too don't like the duck lips. It, it's hard now to watch you and you like this. Now, if it was a disability, then we would not make fun. So, but if you're doing it, you show all her reason. We gotta make fun. From what I'm understanding, this is, yeah, this is a commercial break. Commercial break in the chat for anybody that wants to weigh in on this. We also get feedback from men on makeup in general, right? Yeah, that, uh -huh. they don't like. Here's the deal: they men don't want women to look like transvestites. And that's what we're learning. That's a whole segment. So actually, what's funny is that um, there was a transvest, a transgender. I can who, see transvestite. I'm from the 90s. Who say whatever I want. Posted that you don't have to tell men that you're dating that you're a dude. Okay? And that you have dude parts. Because this person looks like a girl. 
-hmm. does look like a girl. Okay. And so this is what I said. I said, men, um, now is the time. Unfortunately, ladies, we have to go. We have to dial it back. You can dial it back. Okay. Because the fake eyelashes, mm -hmm. the, the teeth and the lips and the Botox mm -hmm. and the, all the different fake parts. Guys, you don't know. If yeah, who you're dating now, if they don't have some flaws, some female flaws, you don't know if they're perfectly, if they got that plastic face and you can't see any freckles or anything, like, they could be a dude. You just don't know. You just don't know. So I was thinking that it might make the rest of us, it might make it more even playing field for the rest so of us. So there's a story I haven't told you that, uh, you know, the Kentucky huddle that we did with Coach Dave oh, a few weeks ago. It was so good. It was really good, yeah. So afterwards, we went out to dinner with some people, and there was this beautiful family that had two adorable little girls. And um, one of the little girls, so I always do these wingtip things with my eyeliner. It's my trademark thing. I really like it. I don't care if people like it or don't. I like it, so that's why I do it. And one of the little girls goes, I really like your eyeliner. And I was like, oh, thank you. She goes, my dad says it's really stupid and women shouldn't do it. repeated kids you can't say it around your kids well and here's i have been thing. giggling about that since actually i have found this that ladies do makeup not for men they do it for each other it's for each other i've right. learned this i've i've you know it's one of the things that that would be your commercial break guys we have fun. to bring right, some take, humor take into this, this world there. take the wood off eyeball boom boom okay so we are gonna we're, we're still on the biden's we're gonna we skip we're skipping that one, and we're right here. All right. In the CBS morning had a full two minute thirty eight second story. Quite impressive. On both the testimony from Mike Morrill that Tony Blinken pushed for the infamous debunk letter of Intel officials calling Hunter Biden's laptop disinformation. We're going to turn now to new developments in the congressional probe into Hunter Biden's business dealings. According to House Republicans, they're saying that former CIA Deputy Director Mike Morrell gave them new information about the origins of a letter from 50 former intelligence officials concerning Hunter Biden's laptop. That statement, you'll recall, was published in October of 2020, and it suggested possible Russian involvement in hacking the laptop's contents. Our senior investigative correspondent, Catherine Herridge, has more. I've never spoken much. In the final weeks of the 2020 presidential campaign, the New York Post reported on the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, alleging he used his father's position for personal gain, a claim the president's son has denied. Less than a week later, more than 50 former intelligence officials released a statement that the laptop had all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. At the final presidential debate, then-candidate Biden cited the letter from Intel officials to push back against then-President Trump's attacks. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. 
According to a letter released Thursday night from the Republican chairman of the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees, former CIA Deputy Director Michael Morell told congressional investigators the days after the laptop story, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, then a Biden campaign advisor, reached out to Morell and set in motion the events that led to the intelligence officials' public statement. If they made an effort to manipulate intelligence officials to sign a letter uh, basically uh, misleading the public about the Hunter Biden laptop right before the election. That is a major, major political event. This comes after an IRS agent came forward this week alleging the investigation involving Hunter Biden's taxes has been improperly influenced for political reasons. A political event. Lindsey Graham is such a joke. He's a, he is an effeminate senator, is he not? little bit they have there have been rumors about him with bathhouses and i just think that he it's just there's something wrong with him i'm just telling you okay you can play the next clip here with tucker what were you trying to get at there i think he's gay oh okay this one right here this yeah this isn't tucker though well then play that one it's fine okay i think he's got i think he's got shenanigans that he's okay. got covered up. An IRS whistleblower says he has evidence that the administration meddled with the criminal investigation into the president's son and his overseas business dealings. And now that whistleblower is seeking protections so that he or she can share his story with Congress. Lucas Tomlinson joins us from D.C. with more. And we don't know much about the agent other than they've been on the job at the IRS for about 10 years. But we know a lot more about his attorney. That's right, Steve. The whistleblower has not been identified. He or she is a career IRS special agent who has been investigating Hunter Biden for three years. He claims in a new letter to Congress, federal prosecutors are preventing tax charges from being brought up against the president's son. Here's more from the letter, quote, detail preferential treatment and politics improperly infecting decisions and protocols that would normally be followed by career law enforcement professionals in similar circumstances if the subject were not politically connected. Now, here's the whistleblower's attorney. To him, the truth is one truth, and he wants to come forward with it. He's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Well, that we know the sex he's a he the republican chairman of the house oversight committee spoke to sean hannity last night this was a family enterprise what were they doing why were they getting this much money it all points back to joe biden and we're going to continue until we get the truth to the american people but i can say this sean the walls are closing in on the biden family so then what happens? So we get the, we get rid of the Bidens, and then what happens? And then you get something worse. You do. You you will. It's like digging around at a you wart. Will, you will get it's something. Get you will get something worse. Um, I think I've got a couple more clips here with the... Um, well, I think you have the original, the whole clip that we didn't get a chance to play um, from the whistleblower's attorney yeah. right here. Just to come forward to... Let me make this bigger. Congress, he's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Attorney Mark Lytle's client is a supervisory special agent at the IRS who's prepared to tell Congress the investigation he's been working on has been hampered by what he thinks is special treatment. 
typical steps that a law enforcement investigator would take were compromised because of political considerations. Lytle wouldn't talk in specifics, declining to identify either his client or the target of the investigation his client helped conduct. Can you identify him? I can't at this stage, Jim. But CBS News has learned the investigation the whistleblower worked on is about Hunter Biden. What we're doing is, is being completely cooperative. That was Biden two years ago, after the DOJ opened an investigation into his finances. The FBI collected what it believed was sufficient evidence to charge Biden with tax crimes. And last year sent its findings to the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Since then, silence. Why can't your client talk to us directly at this point? There are laws that provide protection to whistleblowers and he has to navigate that. Today, Lytle sent this letter to Congress, claiming his client could provide information that would contradict sworn testimony by a senior political appointee. I have promised to ensure that he's able to carry out uh, his investigation. CBS News has learned that was Attorney General Merrick Garland, who gave testimony about the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware conducting the Hunter Biden investigation. Lytle says neither he nor his client are motivated by politics. Would you find any evidence or allegation of a political agenda? No. To him, the truth is one truth, and he wants to come forward with it. Lytle told us the whistleblower has been with the IRS for more than a decade and has extensive documentation to support his allegations. The things he's been through are, are very well documented in emails, and other communications with the Department of Justice. We asked Mark Lytle if there's a chance his client can only see his slice of the investigation and not the big picture. He said that's possible, but that his client had expressed his concerns to superiors a number of times before seeking whistleblower status. Neither the IRS, Department of Justice, or a lawyer for Hunter Biden would comment. Nora? Jim Axelrod, thank you. Mm. So... It'll be interesting to see when this whistleblower comes out, because I believe that they will come out publicly. They're just waiting for the right time. And and I they'll probably be called before a, a judiciary Senate Judiciary Committee, you know, yeah, to I, see. Speaking of Senate Judiciary Committee, do you have the clip here with Ron Johnson? Should it's be the one next to it. Yeah. Okay. Out. You where the FBI tried to mislead you and Senator Grassley in the summer and fall of twenty twenty? Sure. Well, you remember the famous comment by the FBI agent that uh, picked up the McIsaac computer looking back over and saying, you know, it's, it's our experience that people don't talk about these things, don't get in trouble. The FBI was laying the groundwork uh, to be able to basically marginalize that story. Now, it, it sounded kind of like kind of an odd story, no doubt about it. So we went to the FBI. We did our due diligence. You know, what do you know about this? I mean, this could be stolen property. What, what have you done? They gave us the round round for weeks. Uh, to the point where Mr. McIsaac got impatient with us and went to uh, Rudy Giuliani and the New York Post and the rest of his history from that standpoint. So, you know, the, the, it worked. And of course, now we know that uh, the Biden campaign uh, was certainly contacting people like Mike Morrell and, uh, you know, laying the groundwork for the, the letter from 51 intelligence officials uh, saying that that uh, laptop had all the earmarks of a Russian information campaign. That letter itself was a Russian information campaign. So again, there has been so much wrongdoing, so much corruption on the part of uh, officials, the part of uh, Joe Biden, his campaign. 
it's just jaw dropping, but it, the, the truth is starting to come out and we're gonna need more whistleblowers to tell us the truth. Well, one point I have to make, uh, you mentioned our treasury reports. You know, we had those treasury reports up till the end of 2019. The House now is getting access to no to new Treasury reports. You know, our, our report obviously uncovered the vast web of financial foreign entanglements. What is jaw dropping is Hunter Biden knew he was being investigated by the IRS. He certainly knew we were investigating his activities because we were inviting him to come interview with us. And he continued his grifts. The family continued their grifts. Their, their, you know, questionable activity, the selling of the Biden name. Th these guys are brazen. They, they know that they can count on the media to cover for them. They, they know that they're above the law or that's really been the case. Maybe this whistleblower will make sure that they're not above the law. Very interesting. And then, you know, you make such a good point. They're brazen in what they do. Yeah. They will continue in the, in the midst of being investigated because they they can't stop. Here, keep in mind, Hunter Biden is an addict. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he has no ability to stop, even if he wanted to. You know where he gets it from? His dad. His dad. I got this older clip oh, here from Joe, Joe Biden, where he says, "I would prostitute myself. I would prostitute myself." It's going to be to your left. Hang on. It's the one that kept coming up several times. Is mm -hmm. this it? There it is. I watched to the end, guys. Listen, watch, watch this. Watch how he goes through, and and the way that these reporters or whoever he's interviewing. Oh, you're not corrupt. Oh, you're not corrupt. Now watch this. Senator Biden, it's nice to have you here, as the youngest member of the Senate, the one therefore who may expect the longest career there. I wonder if you'd say to us, <laughs> since it's clear that you're not corrupt and you got elected, why should people think that the system produces corrupt results when there you are? Well, I'm not sure you should assume I'm not corrupt, but I'm thank you for that, though. The system does produce corruption and in, in, I think implicit in the system is corruption when in fact whether or not you can run for public office and it costs a great deal of money to run for the United States Senate even for a small state like Delaware uh, you have to go to those people who have money and they always want something well I wonder whether you would feel that there's some virtue in forcing candidates to go out and try to raise money I've heard people probably people who didn't run for office say that it's uplifting to go out and try to get money do you think that there's something Unuplifting about putting a limit to how much you can ask one man to give you? I think it's the most degrading experience in the world to have to go out and ask for money because you know that unless you accidentally agree with the position taken by the person or group that has the money, that you run the risk of deciding whether or not you're going to prostitute yourself to give the answer you know they want to hear in order to get funded to run for that office. In fact, you know that the only way you can raise any money to get to run for public office is to go to vested interest groups then, in fact, you're put in the position that you have to begin to wonder whether or not you prostitute the ideas that you have about government in order to get the money to begin to run. Of course, you've had recent experience with this, having been elected in 1972. That's correct. And I believe you just said that your campaign cost some $300,000. $276,000. And you raised that money by public contributions, did you not? That's correct. And you raised that money in a race against an incumbent, did you not? That's correct. Yes. And, Senator, I'm sure that, that you would agree that, that your service in the Senate up to this point has, has not reflected any particular concern for the larger contributors. Well, the fortunate thing is I didn't have many larger contributors, and the only reason, see, I went to the big guys for the money. I was ready to prostitute myself in the, man, the manner in which I talk about. I was ready to prostitute myself. Da, 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 da. 
Da, 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 da. How come we don't have that show anymore? It looked like a really interesting show. It looked like a I hear I'm here to lick your boots show. I was like, what is We this know that show? you're not corrupt and, and we know that you took money from small people and he literally at every turn was like you know, I They're trying to tell corrupt. him you're not corrupt and he's like, I'm corrupt. You wouldn't prostitute yourself. I went to prostitute myself. <laughs> he can't he, he does speak the truth. Even though he lies. You know why, though? Because... A liar I, can't... Exactly. They have to say what... They, they they can't keep the crimes inside. Inside my body. Oh, my god! It gosh. must come out, the crime. And so the Biden crime family, it must come out. I got a clip here. Okay. Before, I, before I do this, there will be, whether you know it or not, another presidential race. <laughs> we are now... At, at the end of 2020... Oh, dear. We were already in 2024. It, it has been mind-numbing. This whole thing. No one ever in my life <laughs> talked about presidential things until like the summer. And there were some people who watched the primaries starting like March Not very next many year. people. Not very we many people. We are a year ahead of time. Like Most people didn't even vote in the primaries. Why honestly. are we showing up to this party so early? It's like the party is supposed to start at 7 and we are here at 1 o'clock. Like we're here a day ahead of time. What is happening? It's like celebrating Christmas uh, like a year and a half and early. It is, it is mind numbing. But I guess they got to get a jump on the gun, and, and now we're all in on it. With everything in this microwave instant world, we are way early on this. Okay? But we're not. JFK Jr. RFK Jr. Sorry, I always say JFK. He has announced he's running as a Democrat. He went on Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson did a glowing history of his, his dad, Bobby Kennedy. And... JFK a little bit, and really was like, hey, you, we agree on a lot of things. Now, some Democrats have said, oh yeah, you're going to launch your presidential campaign on Fox News for the Democrats because they're all going to be watching, you know, um, and the question, he is a blue dog, straight up Kennedy Democrat, okay, now JFK Kennedy Democrat pro-abortion he's for socialist programs socialist like programs but he has come to the forefront because he's anti-lockdown anti-vaccine anti-war and here i want to play this short clip for you uh during his speech where he uh talks about donald trump and the lockdowns and the coup de grace was the lockdown Lockdown was the biggest shift in wealth in human history, and I'm going to tell you about that in a second. And I blame President Trump for the lockdown. Now, a lot of people will say, a lot of people say, and President Trump gets blamed for a lot of things that he didn't do, and he gets blamed for some things that he did do. But the worst thing that he did to this country, to our civil rights, to our economy, to the middle class in this country, was the lockdown. Now, President Trump, in fairness, let me just make this point, will tell people, well, the lockdown wasn't my idea. It was my bureaucrats rolled me on it. I was saying we shouldn't do it. But that's not a good enough excuse. He was the President of the United States. And as Harry Truman said, the buck stops here. 
on May 2nd, 2020, 600 doctors wrote and signed a letter to President Trump begging him not to do, allow the lockdowns. Um, I do believe that I did see a clip, I'm trying to find it, where RFK was pro-lockdown himself. See, that's just the thing. I got my brother, Coy Gray, in the chat here. He says, Dr. Shiva is running for president, stating that Kennedy is a fraud. Here's the thing. I don't trust Dr. Shiva either. I don't trust any of these people. If you get to the level where you're running for president, I don't trust you. I'm like straight up. I do not trust you. You know what I'm saying? However, within that realm, I would trust Dr. Shiva and, and Kennedy equally. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, kind of on the same level as Trump, same level as DeSantis. And, you know, so many people come to us all the time. You don't understand. DeSantis is bought off by such and such and such. And such. Guys, they're all bought off. They are all bought off. And Dr. Shiva, who I, I love for a lot of reasons, has some of his own personal issues. I'm not, I don't really believe that Dr. Shiva is bought off, mm -mm. but he's kind of arrogant. Like, yeah. you know, so, and so is Trump. So R.K. Jr. voiced his support for uh, a Green New Deal proposal put forward by uh, AOC. She says, he says, I think the Green New Deal and all of that stuff is important. So he's a lefty mm -hmm. along the lines of climate change craziness. So in, for that, though, and you guys need to understand this, as much as, you know, we love RFK for all of the stuff that he's coming out and speaking out about as far as the jab and lockdowns or whatever. Trust him. I can't vote for this man. I can't vote for a man that's a socialist, and I can't vote for a man that's pro-abortion. I, I literally cannot. So we have to be careful as we're doing our assessment for people in the field. I would say this. As far as deep state corruption, I do believe that RFK is trying to expose it the way that JFK did. Yeah. So, but I don't... He doesn't have Jesus, I can tell you that. I was going to say that. So he doesn't have that. But there is somebody who does have Jesus. And his name is Larry Elder. Love him. He is a wonderful man. He is absolutely amazing. He well, loves... now you're going to make me walk back what I said about anybody that gets to the level of running for president. And I don't trust well, him. Well, remember he ran for governor. Right. And he really should have won in California. That would have just been amazing for California. But I just retweeted this. Uh, you can just go to Twitter. Um and bring it up and i want to i want you to hear larry elder's pitch for him running for president now i know everybody here probably watching us no it's not everybody here many of you are not on the trump train i know many of you are a lot of you still pray for donald trump but we don't lean left we don't lean right we lean on the word of god and i do if you're going to see us bringing the news to you and and when people say something that we agree with we're going to bring that to you and mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about larry elder and and him running and 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 what it would look like for him to be in the primaries and on a debate stage that would be really great for donald let me Trump. read a couple of comments Corey gray says if you don't have jesus you can't rule and Bingo. that's it you just said it sherry says anyone who might be good can't get past the crooks the parties keep these people out mostly oh that's absolutely true well said sherry Larry Elder has been in California media forever telling the truth in a really smart and sometimes hilarious way. He just ran for California in a recall oh, no. election. 
against Gavin Newsom. He came up short after the state's media <laughs> united to call him a white supremacist. Still makes us laugh. It's pretty offensive, actually. But he's not deterred. He has a major announcement for us tonight. Our friend Larry Elder joins us now. Larry, thanks so much for coming on. So, I'm so, and I'm sorry to laugh at that. I'm sure it's hard <laughs> for you to laugh at, but it's just it's so insane. Um, so what are you up to next? But Tucker, you almost have to laugh at it. It's so ridiculous. And actually, the, yeah. the actual quote was, Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy, Tucker. And the subheadline was, you've been warned. <laughs> By the way, one other L.A. Times columnist <laughs> referred to my views as white supremacist. Why? Because I'm pro-life, because I don't buy the notion that America is systemically racist, because I want to cure borders, because I want us to be energy uh, in independent instead of energy dependent, uh, because yes. I know that our urban schools are a disaster. Uh, so for all those reasons, I was called the black face of white supremacy and a white supremacist in terms of my views. My announcement, Tucker, is that I'm announcing that I'm running for the presidency of the United States on your program. And thank you wow. so much for giving me this honor and this platform. Of course. Uh, my website is elderforpresident.com, elderforpresident.com. And Tucker, the reason I'm doing this is because, you know, my father was a World War II vet. He served in, in, on, on the island of Guam. He was a Marine first black Marines, they're called Monfort Point Marines. My older brother, my late older brother Kirk, was in the Navy during the Vietnam era, and my little brother Dennis actually served in Vietnam in the Army. I'm the only one who didn't serve, and I don't feel good about that. Uh, I feel I have a moral, a religious, and a patriotic duty to give back to a country that's been so good to my family and to me, and that is why I'm doing this, Tucker. Well, it's a, that's amazing. Congratulations. It's a big decision to make. I, I, I'm very familiar with your views. I think I agree with all of them, pretty much. But if you were to narrow it down, just pick one or two, the issues that are animating you, that are making you feel like you've got to put everything on hold and do this, what are they? Well, aside from the obvious things about the borders I mentioned before, the crime, the, the yeah. uh, maligning of the police, there are a couple of things that I think our side does not spend enough time talking about. And that is the lie, the absolute disgraceful lie that the Democrats put on everything, which is that America is systemically racist. It isn't just a lie, Tucker. It's having real consequences. The police are pulling back. It's called the Ferguson effect or the George yes. Floyd effect. And the people who are, who are harmed by that are the very black and brown people that people on the left claim they care about. There's been a study that shows hundreds, if not thousands of people are now dead because the police are not engaging in proactive policing because they've been demoralized by people calling them racist. The second thing, Tucker, is the 10,000 pound elephant in the room regarding all of this stuff we see uh, in Chicago and some of these other cities with these mass mobs is the lack of fathers in the home. Right Amen. now, today in America, 40% of all kids enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother, 70% in the black community, 50% of Hispanics, 25% of whites. Now, that's the same percentage as was the case of blacks back in 1965. The question we should be asking ourselves is, how do we go from having 25% of black kids entering the world in 1965 without a father in the home, married to the mother, to 70% today? And the answer is the welfare state. We've incentivized women to marry the government. We've incentivized men to abandon their financial and more responsibility. And if I do nothing else in this race but focus people on those two issues, I would have I would have performed a service to my country. Did you, I know that my father had had the pivotal effect on my life? Was that true for you? Did your dad have an effect on the man you became? Absolutely. And my father never knew his biological father, uh, so it's not a death sentence. But my father 
uh, believed in hard work. Uh, he ended up working, uh, when he got out of the military, two full-time jobs cleaning toilets, Tucker. Started a little cafe when he was around 47 years old, ran it until his 80s. And when my dad died, he owned the property where the restaurant was, a little piece of property next door to it, plus a house from South Central that we still have in our own family. So the man had died with a net worth of a little bit under a million dollars. Not too bad for a kid from Athens, Georgia, Jim Crow South, whose mom threw him out of the house at the age of 13. That's what you can do in America. My dad, by the way, was a lifelong Republican. He said this about Democrats. Democrats want to give you something for nothing. When you try to get something for nothing, you almost always end up getting nothing for something. Oh. My mom was a lifelong, uh, if I said Democrat, I meant yes. Republican. My mom was yeah. a lifelong Democrat. And Tucker, they would have arguments over the kitchen table, uh, but nobody called anybody a fascist. Nobody said you only care about the rich. Nobody said you only care about the poor. They were able yeah. to debate these things civilly, and we ought to be able to do that in this country. Amen. That's, well, that's, an that's a really inspiring message. Larry Elder, congratulations on this decision. I'm glad you okay. made the announcement All here. All right. I we'll literally had, Thanks, I had goosebumps up my chin. When somebody says something, my legs got goosebumps. I don't know what it was, but the spirit that's of God came God out right of this there. man. And this is what I was trying to talk about with the mobs in Chicago. He, what Larry Elder is saying is, I care about you. I don't want to see you like this. I don't want to see my the, all these black kids like thugs in the inner cities and the gangs and the rap and all this stuff because you can, you're better than that. You have a calling inside of you. God has a purpose for your life and you're flushing it down the toilet and you're flushing it down the toilet for your kids and the Republicans aren't helping you, the Democrats aren't helping you, the church isn't helping you. So he's like, I'm going to do something. And I'm going to shine this big light because this is my calling. Because I got to do this because I was given something. You know what he was given? Love by a dad. Come on. He said, my dad loved me and I want you guys to know what that's like. Mm. And it's not a death sentence because my dad didn't have that. But somewhere, some insi somewhere inside, his dad had a father and his father was God. So we can fix this, but we got to start somewhere. Okay. Because you shouldn't have to need some sort of radical miracle in your life. Because fatherless homes, whether you're black, white, red, or gray. The, ma the majority of crimes, the majority of murders, the majority of, 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 you know, all like felonies. The majority, not all, okay? The majority of them come from kids who are from homes without a father. And I will say this. Almost all crimes are committed by by people who didn't have a loving father. A loving father. That's a good point. Okay. A loving father who loved Jesus. And so, I would say virtually all because you got it. You're always going to have the crazy crime criminal. And yeah, I can, let me read a couple of comments here. Corey Gray says, where is God's choice? Someone that doesn't compromise. Sherry says, I'm voting for whoever abolishes the IRS. She <laughs> says, I was just discussing, she put LOL there. I was just Me discussing too. the breakdown of the family last night after a health board meeting. Matthew Moran wants to know why we're not on Rumble. Rumble is down for the weekend. Rumble be down. Like all of it, not just our Rumble, like all of Rumble. Um, oh, it's up again. Oh, well, it was down earlier. You wouldn't try to go? I no, can. We don't have time. We don't have time. Our show's almost over. Uh, Rosheri says, wow, that's good. Corey Gray says, I felt the Holy Ghost too. I will pray about him. <laughs> I'm gonna be praying about Larry Elder too. Uh, so, Victory seventy nine on D Live says truth. Sorry guys, because I was checking Rumble throughout the evening because they said it was intermediate and um, intermittent. 
inner well we're on d live in the intermediate <laughs> okay <sighs> all right that was fun you know what else is interesting tucker carlson called up tucker carlson's people tried to get the 911 recordings from jeffrey epstein's from when jeffrey epstein died mm-hmm they had to call 911. What did they say? We, we would like to know. Can you play this clip? You know what we'll do is once I put the combo show together, we'll have Patriot Gallery premiere it tonight. Perfect. Like at like 11. Boom. 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 The whole show. That way you get the whole show bang. Whole show bang. I just made that up. <laughs> ah. It just means that there are some stories I won't be able to. Well, let's say goodbye to Let's these. see. Where the heck? Is this one right it? No. No. Oh, that's about uh, my pillow. No, this you got a whole boatload of Tucker stuff up here. Every clip you got. It's to all the way to the left. It's next to this one. Okay. There Boom. you go. No. That's not even a tweet. We're gonna get there. Here, can I help? Yeah. They're all Leah's tabs. They're just up on my computer, so it takes me a minute to get to what she wants. Look at that. Is that it? Mm. That's it. Mm. All right. You know, it's you know what's so funny for a guy that that uh, committed suicide. Jeffrey Epstein is the guy that just won't die. <laughs> well, I mean, we just keep. He's the only him. person that was going to be convicted of sex trafficking, with no people. What that I'm the, saying, the, the girls so are sex trafficked to. What has happened because of Epstein's suicide is that now all of us almost. It's like when you mention Epstein, it's like he's the good guy. <laughs> you know, it's true. You know it's true. Epstein didn't kill himself. Like he's some sort of innocent. It's approaching four years since Jeffrey Epstein four died years. in detention in New York City. It's very obvious he was killed. The more you look at the details, and we have, the more clear it is that somebody got inside the most secure federal lockup in our most populated city and murdered Jeffrey Epstein. But who? Well, the Department of Justice is in charge of finding out who, of course, and they say they have had an investigation for almost four years. So periodically we reach out to DOJ and ask, how's the Epstein investigation going? <laughs> we call today again. They told us they'd complete and publish their report soon. We also thought it'd be worth reaching out to the NYPD. We wanted to know what was said in any 911 calls from the federal lockup in New York on the day that Epstein was found dead. NYPD has just turned over one of those calls to us, and it reveals the truth. Oh, Here it is. Here it is. That's funny. He's such a jokester. Oh, just kidding. We can't play that 911 call for you because it's been deleted. Really? Just like the videotape. Why? Because we are, quote, well past the 12-month retention period. So it looks like the NYPD deleted the recordings of 911 calls from the jail. Mm. So we thought, well, how about the FBI? We called over to the FBI to say, do you have any 911 recordings from the jail, from the federal lockup? And we got no response. No one seems interested anymore, but we're interested. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Amy so says, nah, he bought his way out. He'd be back on his island. He'd be back. He be back on his island. I don't know. We'll see. I I I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Okay. You know what I do know, is that the planet is not overpopulated. But do you know who else talks about this? So Elon Musk has a lot of children. 
I think he's got five. No, really? Yes. Oh, um, he's big into kids, uh, having kids and populating the planet. I can't do a live stream if I wanted. So Rumble's back, but it won't even let me. I mm. thought I could go real quick and just Stinky throw up a stream, but Rumble. I can't. Stinky Rumble. Um, but Elon Musk issues a warning about declining birth rates. He's actually on the side of pro-lifers in this case. That um, is very interesting take. And then when we're when we're done listening to this, we're gonna watch his rocket go boom. Okay. And we're then watch the rocket go boom. Yeah. People sometimes take the fact that like we're here on Earth for granted, you know, and that there's the uh, consciousness is just a th you know normal thing that happens. But to the best of my knowledge, we see no evidence of uh, conscious uh, life anywhere uh, anywhere in the universe. He says there's so no it, it might be there. Um, you know, physics they call sort of the, the Fermi paradox. After when Enrico Fermi, who's an amazing physicist, uh, asked the fundamental question: Where are the aliens? Yeah. Um, a lot of people ask me, you know, <laughs> um, where are the aliens? And I, I think if, if anyone would know about aliens on Earth, it would probably be me. I would um, think. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's very familiar with space stuff. I'm familiar um, with space stuff. And I've seen no evidence of aliens. So I would, sh I would immediately tweet, you know, tweet it out. This is split second. Yeah, that would be like, no, be like no, all time. Probably a tough tweet of all time. That <laughs> <Tweet> one, guys. <laughs> this is a jackpot. This <laughs> is some eight billion likes. You know, um, next level jackpot. If you find the, the aliens, like I don't think they're keeping this under. You know, and it was like some um, uh, general, I think, in the sixties, who, who, who they saying like, "Show us the aliens, like Area Fifty One, etc." And he said, "Like, listen." We are constantly trying to get the defense budget to uh, expand. And uh, you know what would really get uh, no arguments for anyone? Uh, if we pulled out an alien <laughs> and said, we need money to protect ourselves from these guys. <laughs> you know, how much money do you want? You got it. <laughs> they look dangerous. <laughs> so, the fastest way to get a defense budget increase would be for me to pull out an alien. You know? We were like, yeah, I mean, it could be the invasion fleet, it could be arriving any minute, who knows? So, um, you know, so I, I digress, but... But you were saying that our consciousness makes us unique. I'm going to pause there, we'll finish this clip in a second, because we're halfway through, but I don't want to get past the alien part. <laughs> Keep in mind that Tucker is Pro alien. regularly doing segments that aliens exist. This is not the answer he wanted. The, but, get this though, this clip... I believe I'm calling it Control right now. Opposition? No. no, I think I think he th I think he thinks there's no aliens. Okay. It's, uh, let me get to my point and then I'll answer that in a second. <laughs> Elon Musk said something so pivotal right here that you could control people by showcasing an alien. He just said, if we want, we, we need more money for the defense, or they're always trying to get mo more money. Just bring out the so alien. So if they would, they would the, the alien would be their trump card of, we get all this money. And I'm like, Elon, you just gave it away. What they're going to do to control, because he said, aliens, that looks scary. Just do whatever you need to do. Here's all the money. Right? What am I saying, Ernie? And the I'm next saying thing it. called be the aliens. I ain't, I'm not joking you. You can bring it back here to resistance chicks. I think this clip is going to come back up once, mm. they, once they do pull out the aliens. It won't Tucker, be for money. on his show, has been airing all of these UFOs and saying they don't appear to be of 
this world. This world of, of, of earthly descent or something weird. Thank you, Corey. Corey says, yep, I saw that too. So, so back to the, 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 the statement here by Sherry, Elon confuses me. I can't figure him out. And mm. then you were saying, listen about Elon Musk. I don't. I do not believe that Elon Musk is controlled opposition. I believe that Elon Musk is an unstable human being who has no idea where he lands on anything. He is uncontrolled opposition. He is uncontrolled opposition. And that's why I don't trust him. He is a, 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 a psychopathic narcissist. Yes. Okay. Yes. Who has a very high Who has a world controlled dominant like he believes that he can control the world with one tweet. We just heard that. I don't trust that. Watch what people say when they're just being themselves. And he's like, he is obsessed with viral tweets. Yes. He's obsessed with, with things I that could go just viral. Say, I could just say this with one tweet and I would and I would essentially essentially control the world. I believe that, that Elon Musk his mind is I that. believe that Elon Musk believes. That there is nothing in this world that could stop him, control him, or keep him from doing whatever he wanted. I think that he thinks that he's kind of like a god. He's a Donald Trump. He is a Donald Trump, right? There are people who, in this world, that get to where they're at because they have had parts of their... The, the feelings that the rest of us have, embarrassment and shame... That doesn't exist for them. They don't, it don't exist. Right. And you can go really far without embarrassment and shame. It's one of my most crippling things. It is your actually. most crippling thing. Thank you, older sister. <laughs> and now you're... <laughs> okay, let's continue here. Unique in the universe as far as we know. And that we yes, I'm granted. not saying that we are unique. I'm simply stating to the best of my knowledge that there is no evidence for other uh, yes. conscious life. I... I I, I hope they, there is, and I hope they're peaceful, uh, obviously, uh, two important characteristics. Um, but um, I'm just saying we, we haven't seen anything yet. So, yeah. um, But you think that we take our existence here for granted? Yeah, I think and we... There are threats to it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So um, I, I, I just think we should not assume that civilization is robust. Um, and if you if you... Look at the history uh, of civilizations, the rise and fall of the ancient Egyptians, the ancient Sumerians, um, Rome, you know, this, uh, th throughout the world, there have been the rise and fall of many civilizations. Um, so there's, there's an arc, there's sort of a life, uh, sort of a, a life cycle arc to, to civilizations, just as there is to, to, to individual humans. Yes. And, um, and, and I think we just want to make sure that that you know uh, we we have civilization go onward and upward, um, and uh, that's for example why I'm concerned about decreasing birth rates and and um, the fact that for example Japan uh, had twice as many deaths last year as births, so that the you know, that that's and and they're they're a leading indicator. It's this is can, can I say and you've you've written a lot and talked a lot about this, but can I just ask you to pause just for a parenthetical note? Why is that? I mean the urge. To have sex and to procreate is, after breathing and eating, the most basic urge. Yes. How has it been subverted? Well, it's just the in the past <laughs> we could rely upon, um, you know, so simple uh, limbic system rewards uh, yes. in order to procreate. Um, but uh, once you have birth control um, and you know uh, abortions and whatnot, now you, now you now you can still satisfy the limbic instinct, but not procreate. Um, so we don't, we haven't yet evolved to deal with that because this is all fairly recent, you know, last 50 years or so, um, for, for birth control. 
you know, so I'm, I'm sort of worried that, hey, civilization, you know, don't, if we don't make enough people to at least sustain our numbers, perhaps increase a little bit, then civilization is going to crumble. There's this, the old question of like, uh, will civilization end with a, a bang or a whimper? Well, it's currently trying to, to end with a whimper in adult diapers. Yes. Uh, which is depressing as hell. The most depressing. The mo I mean, seriously. Yeah. yeah. War is less depressing. Yeah, I'd rather go out with a bang. Yeah, and then with your shoes on. <laughs> yeah, not with your more exciting. On. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really interesting because most people are touting that we need population control mm -hmm. because there's yeah. too many people. And what I do appreciate about Elon Musk, even though I do believe that he's a psychopathic narcissist, what I appreciate about him is that he is a philosopher and he is a deep thinker and he does see beyond what he's being fed. Donald Trump is the same way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's like, wait a minute, I'm seeing that they are that the, that the population actually is decreasing. Mm. And that's gonna be a problem. Here's the thing. I don't see <clears throat> human beings as the rise and fall of humanity. Um People should be led by the Holy Spirit, get married and have kids and farm. It's very simple. And anytime Elon Musk is in a kind of civilization, world building mentality mm -hmm. where you look at people like pawns on a chessboard. Yeah. And what civilization needs. I mean, like when everybody talks about declining birth rates, I look at it as in like if Hungary has a declining birth rate, then Hungary might cease to be a country. And that would be pretty sad because Hungary is a pretty cool country. Right. Well, that's kind of what he was getting at, but right. not to that, you know. Right. But detail. then, yeah, but but in 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 the bigger scheme, other people look at declining birth rates as social security nets, safety nets for how are you going to pay for and help the elderly population? Whereas former generations never talked about talked about declining birth rates in that way mm -hmm. okay and so we've got this kind of it's it feels like bad guy mentality you know world dominating control mentality that we we should not have at all period it's it's crazy weird um i have a clip here on my um on my twitter if you cl click click that and Glenn Beck, it's just a funny little Glenn Beck clip of him thinking that Elon Musk um, bought Twitter just as a troll. And then we're going to play the rocket exploding boom. Oh, yeah, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see? I love Elon Musk. Uh, he is now uh, flagging, you know, NPR and PBS as government funded mm -hmm. agencies. He's now done it to the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, Radio New Zealand. Australia Broadcasting Corporation, um, tagging them all with government-funded media. Now, he also said government-funded media on, on the BBC, but he has rebranded that as publicly-funded media. So now everybody's like, oh, I want publicly. Yeah, publicly-funded funded sounds way better. Way better. But isn't it amazing how much they're screaming about this? Yeah, did you see, too, that he, Elon Musk was... I guess the CBC, the Canadian broadcasting company, came back and said, yeah, we're only 70%. We're less than 70% uh, government funded. So he changed it to 69% government funded. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. <laughs> I, I don't. This just seems like he just, he just paid $44 billion to screw around. Oh, I think it's great. <laughs> I mean, I it, it is great. entertaining. 
It's it is a little entertaining. What is not, and he did do that with the CBC, That's Canadian great. Broadcasting. We That's are great. less than 70% so government funded. government funded. Yeah, and he put that on their thing. That's good. So today was the first day where pretty much all of the legacy blue checks went away, like a bet Midler. So for those people that don't, are not on Twitter, Leah, and they have no idea what you just said when you said legacy blue check. Okay, so if you were a person of interest, you could just get a blue check mark and you were important in some way. Okay. Verified. 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 Um, he has rolled out to, in order to make the blue check mark, people were buying blue check marks for like $10,000 from Twitter employees. Yeah. They were bought. So, um, he wanted to make it even. He also wanted to make money. So he's first it was $8. I think now it's like $11 to get your blue check. And I would actually pay it because you get like um, video uh, things on it and you get uh, a longer, you know, longer posts. But right now I am, I'm stuck in like Twitter. You don't have your old Twitter back. I, yeah. And I can't seem to get this, my Leah Svensson to grow because I keep getting blocked by people. And that lowers your. It's it's a long story. I I I I, I you keep I getting into enemies. Twitter battles with the reform bros with all kinds of people. So it, I just on both sides. I know it, it's it's funny. They can't handle. They can't. handle So the legacy checkmark people. So they were so like you're, a you, Midler, you can pay Alyssa so Milano. They just had a blue checkmark. Yes, and but now they, you have to pay. Anyone can pay to get verified. And then you have a blue check mark. Yeah. But they were keeping the people that were like, we would say grandfathered in to their old blue check mark. And now that's all gone. And so the left now, it's a badge of honor if you don't have one. But now people can use your name and there's no blue check mark. So there's it can be a million bet Midlers or Alyssa Milano's or people on the left. And they have banded together to say, we're not going to pay. Good. We're not going to pay. The left is not going to pay. They'll cave. Yeah, because now the the blue check mark means you support Elon and you in your right wing, basically. But they will eventually cave. Yeah, but it's very interesting. Glenn Beck is has not paid, and I wonder if Glenn Beck isn't paying because um, for an individual it's eleven dollars a month, but for organizations he's made like a thousand dollars a month. Really mm -hmm. crazy prices. Um, I don't know how anybody's going to pay that, but um, yeah. So Elon Musk is Rocket Man, and he has created. I don't think he has. I think it's just his engineers. SpaceX um, has launched launched a Starship, and and this is one of the um, just to even stay. It's he calls it a Starship. You're gonna have to go to my Twitter and scroll down. Okay. It was. They're all excited. This this largest, fastest, biggest rocket in right. in, in the world. But ever. They are calling it a Starship. No, it's called SpaceX Starship. I know. It's it's funny. called Starship. Yes, it's called Starship. It's funny. Well, it it went up in the air boom. and it it didn't wasn't able to hold hold on, hold it together. And we're gonna watch it. And you're gonna hear all the cheers. It is the most powerful rocket ever built. What does that even mean? So hear it for our podcasters. It's going off like a regular rocket, you know, just the burners going and the big cloud of smoke, and, and there it goes. And it always looks like it's going super slow. Um, we have liftoff. It's in it's in one whole piece at the moment. Oh, there we go. So there's the, the boosters. 
sending it up through the stratosphere and sky. There is commentary on this. Velocity increases. The density of the atmosphere is decreasing. Lessening stress on the vehicle. The call out. Max Q now. Continuing to watch the first stage as we head down range. Hundred seconds into flight. So Tracy on Facebook said it was supposed to be blown up. They were just getting the the first stage. Houston tracking station now acquiring the vehicle. With shutdown, we will get separation of Starship and Super Heavy and ignition of the Starship engines. When Starship separates, we light up six engines in a staggered sequence. If all goes well, those six engines will burn for almost six and a half minutes. Onboard view from Starship. So they didn't actually show after that. So I'm going to retweet this. These people uh, are live streaming from their studio. Um, and what, and I'm going to make a commentary on this for a second, in a second. Uh, what they could feel like. It said, what it's like to feel the world's most powerful rocket starship from only five miles away. It shook our studio like crazy. <laughs> what? It's going slightly sideways. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. This is the right trajectory. Oh Look God. at that! Oh. <laughs> no way! Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to jump. <laughs> no, we can jump. We don't have cameras up here. Oh, yeah. We can go crazy! <laughs> no way! Look at that! Yes. Oh my God! Oh, is there a camera? Religion for these people. We're losing, we're losing. 
Wait, maybe it's okay. Maybe that's the way they're throttling. Okay. I need, to, okay. I need to not be too nervous about engines going out because they did that with. Oh my god. Oh, is that good or is that bad? That looks not great, but you know what? It's still moving. Oh my gosh. No way. Oh. Look up. Oh, that looks like it's going down. Oh, it's, it's, it's going bye-bye. Oh, it's, 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 Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. No way. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. We are going to see flight termination happening here. Oh, my God. Any second. I, unless this is the flip. I don't know. This. How far are we into it? I've lost track of time. Is that the flip? Was that the flip? It is now. That was the flip. Oh my gosh. Just okay. You know, there are all of these theories about what could be found in space. And I will take you back and maybe one one day we will do a good show on Jack Parsons and NASA. But if you guys watch our show, Revelation Red Pill, not this Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, you'll see. I would say you need to watch both episodes seven and eight. You could just watch eight by itself, but seven and eight kind of go together. So when you recognize that not all progress forward is of God, and it could be demonic. We are messing with demons. You know, my mom always said, you know, UFOs are demonic. And it's, it's possible that you could that UFOs are demonic. But I will tell you this. When you start to go beyond the natural boundaries of what where God has, has told us to go. Mm -hmm. Okay? You are going to enter a realm that's going to unleash a tremendous amount of evil. So what we've seen in the past 100 years, people have said, but antibiotics, Leah, have saved people's lives. Or... Look at these. You're talking about advancements in technology. Advancements in technology. Or science. In the past 100 years. Look at all these different things that, you know, you have a vacuum cleaner. Now you have a washing machine. It's made life easier. But it went those advancements of things like rocket fuel and cars. Is a tremendous amount of death and destruction. More than you can ever imagine. Never before have you been able to just drop a bomb on a whole town and obliterate everyone. That used to be left in the hands of God, Sodom and Gomorrah. And that was a small town. <laughs> That's true. That was not Hiroshima. That was not Nagasaki. Let me read some comments here. Debbie says, I thought the whole space thing was a joke. Tracy says, probably to take so many people to Mars, LOL. Debbie says, Jesus put people on earth. Patriot Gallery says, it is not done by God's Holy Spirit. No life. So where did the idea come from? End result is to steal, kill, and destroy. Samantha says, all these scientific facts about the earth being in such a precarious position, like if it was a half, um, one half in further away, the, the earth would be an ice block. And if it was a little closer, one half an inch, uh, a little bit closer, it would burst into flames or whatever, and yet still, they still want to mess with space. Just leave it. I could not agree with you more. Debbie says, I agree with Mama. Let me check the comments over here on DLive because I haven't been he here in a little bit. But um, 
Okay, all right, we're good there. So go to my Twitter, and I just want you to see two different clips or two different pictures. You're going to see one uh, picture. This is the Starship's launch pad after its test flight yesterday. Yikes, perhaps surprisingly, a sustainable sustainable launch pad uh, may be the bottleneck for Starship, Starship success. SpaceX will have to consider what changes must be made before the next launch, perhaps flame diverter or stronger water deluge. If you have the strongest rocket, that's ever been created. That's go you're going to do that to the Earth when you when you that its launch lift off. pad is completely obliterated. You're going to do that. Like you just have to. It, that has to be an acceptable loss. There's and by the way, let me just tell you. Because of that, there's no calling AAA to get you once you're up. But was if, this unmanned? I mean, it was blew up. It I'm has saying, to be unmanned. I'm saying that if if. If you're up there and these people, are, people, this is the beginning of they want to do the rockets in space for people. Right. But let me tell you, if your rocket pad is blowing up, you're not going to get another rocket up. There's no other rockets. AAA is not coming for you. Okay. But scroll down and I want you to see um, some of the debris coming from blue, blue into Holy this cow. car from the debris from this. Well, can you like sue? I don't know. And, and, and here's the discussion. Here, here's the question. Do you have a right? Some people may have been excited about seeing that rocket go up in the air. Mm -hmm. But does one human being have a right to shake the home of someone five miles away? That's what I was wondering when I was watching that video. Does one human being have a right to shake the entire planet? I'm going to with the power of God. Boom. You can with the power of God, but no, this is, and that's true. Elon Musk and the Starlink and these people are playing God. And it goes back to, you know, Jack Parsons was a fan of Aleister Crowley. He wanted to be the right-hand guy of Satan. He wanted to be the beast. Aleister Crowley did, not Aleister Jack Aleister Crowley wanted to be the beast. You guys right. can go watch our Revelation Red Pill. His mom called in the beast. He grew up in the, um, the Darbyites, the Plymouth Brethren. And his dad was one of these guys who focused in on the end times. And... Aliester Crowley got it in his head that he wanted to be the beast. And so he he did everything he could to, to be the right-hand man of Satan and usher in, you know, the reign of the Antichrist or whatever. And he missed it. But he did a lot of damage in the way, in the wake. And one of the damages he did in the wake was um, uh, one of the people that he damaged, in my opinion, was a man named Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons was a um, NASA scientist and he would do these satanic hymn to pan chants before every rocket launch. And he got uh, the recipe from ro for rocket fuel from the devil. He said he, he in, says in his satanic wranglings with the devil and trying to summon up demons, he got the recipe for rocket fuel. He says that he he worked. He there's a picture of him with his other dude trying to create a in, a in a sex cult, trying to create a moon child. He had sex with his mom, the guy who did um, the rocket fuel, Jack Parsons. Uh, the 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 other side of the moon, the wrong side of the moon, is named after Jack Parsons, the dark side of the moon. Um, and this whole space rocket meant stuff. It's satanic. It is straight up demon messing with demons. Pharmakia is witchcraft. This is witchcraft literally on rocket fuel. That's good. I knew what you meant. Okay. Let me read a couple more comments here before we uh, finish up. 
Joy says, my grandmother said when they first went into space, it screwed the whole atmosphere up. This is back in the 60s. Mm. Debbie says, amen. Sherry says, I saw an interview they did with Neil Armstrong and the moon crew. They seemed really off. You could tell they were holding something back. Didn't seem like anything good happened. Nothing good. Nothing good. It's only bad. It's only bad. So we have a lot of viewers that believe that the moon landing never even happened. I will say this. The launching to space did. They went into space. Okay, the launching to space did. Now, whether they actually got out, one tall leap for man, one giant leap for mankind, I don't know. I'm not going to comment on it. I, I frankly, that's not, and it's not that I don't care. It's just literally never been a, an interest of mine. How did they send the signal back to space? That's what I want to know. However, I can say this, though. The conspiracy is that it was satanic that they even went. It's mm. that simple. Now, a lot of people say, Michelle, no, they didn't go. They didn't go. It didn't lift off. They didn't go. It never happened. You Okay, here we have a conspiracy I can't go that theory. far. Check out Elon's hands during the rocket launch. Are you kidding? Oh, my gosh. No, the, no, no, no. Let me show that because that is, he's not doing the thing. He is doing the thing. I think he is. I think he is. This is this is their deal. This is the Illuminati signal. If you're this big into this movement and you're you're Jack Parsoning the world, there here he's calling on a higher power to do all the stuff that he does. So let's say for an instant Your that you're right. Your hands do not sit like this very well. Like they I don't like think this. this is not an this is not a natural position. You're right on that. Okay. You have to and make actually your what hands. he's doing is is kind of curved. So and he's got those. He's hands. got what we used to, we jokingly and lovingly call retarded thumbs, which Lee and I don't have the ones that really bend back. Oh, um, yeah, we I'm don't have those. So that's why that. we don't have that. You know, you have to make this symbol with your hands. The smirk on his face does tend to lend itself to your theory. Just theory, popping it out there. Other people are. Could be. You know, I love space movies. I do too. I'm a huge As Trekkie. I'm a giant Trekkie. Make believe. The Challenger is what got me, says Debbie. Well said, Leah. It makes you wonder if the moon landing was in a studio, says Joyce. I, I don't know. I have no idea. No idea. I've, I've watched the stuff. I know where you're all coming from. I just haven't landed. No pun intended there. haven't landed on that. But what I have landed on is that Jack Parsons literally was channeling Satan to get rocket fuel. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. So before you go anywhere, remember, we covered earlier on our Brighty End segment. I don't know if you guys missed it, but um, Mike Lindell had to take out a $10 million loan to pay the employees of MyPillow because of the suits that he's having to take on with Dominion suing him and because all these stores are pulling the MyPillow. So go to MyPillow, get some sheets. There's, the stuff of clearance. There's a bunch of clearance stuff there, but don't just go for the clearance stuff. Get the MyPillow 2.0. Um, it's a brand new pillow that's supposed to be like really yeah. like cooling. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's still buy one, get one free. Right. They are. There's, they're literally still buy one, get one free, which I think that's an incredible deal. The yeah. MyPillow itself is. Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. It's not a long commercial. Support Mike. Watch the commercial. Miss makeup. Well, you look good. American Patriot right here. Does he have a fake, fake mustache? mustache? No way. And You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. 
My Pillow 2.0! He's a great name for a Good. We got it. Welcome to the set of the My Pillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the My Pillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented My Pillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. So use promo code RC, help out Mike, Mike Lindell. Also, but here's the thing. If you could bring up um, the YouTube channel, ITM Trading, we're going to yeah. play some of Lynette Short's, the shorter videos. We just got off the phone this afternoon with um, a representative from ITM Trading, and we were talking about how to explain to you guys the best way for, for why are we now partnering with ITM Trading versus maybe some of these other gold and silver companies? Because ITM Trading isn't necessarily a gold, and, it, it's not solely a gold and silver company, but you guys know that we want you all to get out of the systems. So we're trying to encourage you all how to do that. And um, their number one thing is to educate you, which is why they have this, th their YouTube channel. Guys, listen, when we talk about ITM trading, do not get thrown off by, oh, we're just trying to like promote another thing. If you watch any of Patriot Gallery's vlogs, which you should, because she's just done one that's amazing. Wait until she fit, fit, fixes the audio on it. Um, she plays, she's been playing Lynette's clips for, for years. Yeah. Okay. Like we had Lynette on our show in 2017. We, there are very few channels that I watch regularly. And Lynette, Lynette Zang is one of them. I trust Lynette because she's not in this to make money. She's in this to help people. To educate And she people. says, you know, there's four things we need. She knows we're headed and this is all going to end soon. Soon. I don't know what, what soon means. That's Jesus when he's coming back. Uh, just kidding. This is a Matthew 24 joke. Um, but uh, he, she says you need food, shelter, Water. Well, she doesn't say water. She does sometimes. Barterability and wealth preservation. Okay. And we on our show talk a lot about prepping. We talk about how you can store up food, how you can have good shelter and water's part of that. And barterability, getting, um, you know, being able to um, have skills that you can trade and things you can trade with other people. The one thing Okay, when we talk about wealth preservation, we tell you to buy gold and silver. We send you to like SD Bullion. But then we get emails from you guys and we talk to you guys and you say, well, what about my retirement accounts? What about this large chunk of savings? How much silver? How much gold? And Michelle and I are like, I can't help you. I don't know how to switch that. There are ways to teach you. There are ways to switch that to um, a different account. There's like a... And here's the thing. I don't know any of that. It's a free phone call. Yeah. And you just talk to them and they will ask you and they, you can call and talk to them five times. Yeah. Like they, they will come up with the strategy that is best for you. They will listen to you. And so literally if you've got more than like two or $3,000 that you give them a call, just call them and, and they'll that's a help scary you. Thing. They'll help you. I don't know. Like they have, I was talking to their represent their rep on the phone today. And I said, you know, I've had some viewers and they're like, well, how do we know we can trust them? He said, um, well, Go to our Google Google reviews. They're all 100% positive. Besides, how do we know how, how you guys were asking, how can we trust them besides just what you and Leah are saying? And it's and so we asked them that like, well, what do we tell them besides like we love them? We've been involved with them for 6 plus years. 
what's the other answer? He says, well, we've been in business for 27 years. They've been on YouTube for, I don't know how many years, but they've been huge for at least the six years that we've been following mm -hmm. them, right? Yeah. I want to play a couple videos. Let's just start with the first one here uh, of Lynette. Um, you, I'm not getting volume. I know me neither. Hang on. Whoop. I don't know how to do the. Oh, here we go. A secretive work with the CIA and other government bodies has bought $50 million worth of gold bars in preparation for another black swan event. Do you think they might know something that you don't? You think you might follow suit? Personally, I always think you should do what the smartest guys in the room on any given topic are doing for themselves and they're buying physical gold. And we vote with our wallets and purses. And it is critically important that you take heed because if you don't hold it, you, you don't, don't own, own it. it. Palantir, best known for his secretive work with the CIA. Okay, that was that one. Yeah. Economic really optimism really is collapsing. It was at, in 2019, 53%. Today, it sits at 40% in just a couple of years. People now fear for their economic future without a trust safety net. Only 40% of respondents say they and their families will be better off in five years, a 10-point decline from 2022. This is not a good thing because this whole Ponzi scheme requires confidence. This is an indication of that loss of confidence. Economic optimism is... Okay. So these are just the shorts. Palantir, best known for... Hang on, Lynette. I ITM trading on YouTube, go to the videos. Lynette is putting out all kinds of, and she will do these amazing interviews with people. Like the content that she is putting out, it's like our show, except for it's focused on the economy. It's focused on where we're headed, economic collapse. When she refers to a black swan event, what the heck is she talking yeah. about there? She's talking about the big event, a big event that would happen that would then have the domino effect of taking us where we've been telling you guys eventually we're going to head, right? Yeah. Like that, that slippery slope. So I want to encourage you guys to get involved. And one of the ways that you can do that is the, their Thrivers community. Yeah. And we're going to tell you more about that in upcoming episodes because we have to actually get our whole stuff together to be able to present that to you. I want to join it myself. It's only like yeah. 10 bucks a month. Um, and it's going to be a community where you can listen to and talk and, and, and get involved with other people that are right. doing this. Right. These strategies of, wait, okay, I recognize what's coming. I want to pull completely out of the system. How do I do that with food, shelter, water, barterability, sustainability, and wealth preservation? And they have the strategies right there. And like I said, yeah. just give them a call. If you have any kind of significant amount of money that you are terrified to, you want to take that step, but you're not really sure, but you kind of want to buy a farm and you're not really sure about animals and you but you really want to do some gold and silver and you just don't know. And I want to pull out my IRA, but that's really scary. And how do I do that with my 401k? How do I do that without taking these penalties and not, you know, all that stuff? Yeah. They will just talk to you. And that's what I love about them because there's this no, it's not high pressured. There's literally no pressure because their first and foremost goal is like their channel, the education. Can you click on this for them? Um, it is learn.itmtrading.com slash chicks. And we have our own phone number. And when you click on when you click on that link, you'll get our our phone number. It's one eight six six nine five zero seven 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 six. I believe that that's a number straight from God. Um, since um, 
you know, we have been, and this is from our page. This is our literal landing page. Okay. We have been recommending ITM trading since 2017. And when you get there, you're going to get 27 plus years of research and data to develop strategies for wealth and asset protection during economic downturns and currency declines. These are kind of the, the professional bullet points. The Leah and Michelle are saying here, there's the writing on the wall. Okay. Things are going to crash. Things are crashing. But let's say you were in gold and silver um, since the 70s or the 80s. We don't see gold and silver as like an investment. Okay. I could, you would see maybe land as an investment. I see like animals as an investment. We need to get back to gold and silver as just a means of trade. Did Here's, you know, let me finish my sentence. Did you know I was talking, I was talking to somebody today. When we, we weren't, we're not, forget the gold standard, throw that out. When we were just using gold and silver for the first 200 years of our nation, there was no inflation. So this, this dollar, this is, should be a dollar. Now it's worth, you know, if you buy it now, it's like 32, 36 bucks, um, was worth a dollar for 200 years. You know what that does for savings? You could save this. You could save this, but if you save a dollar tomorrow, it'll be worth less. And to the next day it'll be worth less. And now Lynette says 3%. Uh, somebody else was on, I was saying 13%. I don't think there's much of a difference between 13 cents and three cents. Okay. The dollar being worth that. I was thinking about my great, great aunt Stell. There's no way it's 13 cents. Okay. Whatever. It's like 0.3. Okay. My great, great aunt Stell. She was born in 1901. I'm thinking about her. She had money that she had saved up. She, uh, she ran, she was a bootlegger. She used to run rum and things like that. She was a, she was a bad company, bad company. Just telling you. But, um, she had started a, she had married a guy and they had a little store and she had kind of had a, she had had a decent wealth buildup before Nixon took us off the gold standard. Right. And so her dollar was worth more. Because the dollar wasn't so diluted. But even for her, even for her, her dollars that she saved, that she thought she was saving, dollars, they were worth less every day she had those dollars. Mm -hmm. it, this, this whole system has to crash, and I pray for it every day, guys. I pray for it every day that God himself is going to bring this system down because they're a bunch of lying, cheating snakes. And it started with the invention of the Federal Reserve. And I was, I was talking on the phone today and I said, I hope Ron Paul is alive to see it. And I hope Geoba Griffin is alive to see it. Because I kind of made Geoba Griffin a promise. Because he's almost there and believing in Jesus. He believes in God. And he's waiting to see justice, wanting to see justice. And I said... You're going to see it. You're going to see it. And, and we, we had a conversation. He's, he, he basically said he would, he would acknowledge Jesus savior if he saw it <laughs> in know. his lifetime. And that's not what he, the way faith works. Okay. But it is when you see justice. Yeah. So like when you see a moment where God's justice comes in and you see that's God. Okay. So I am praying that God's justice comes and the system falls. And this is not one of those things where it's pie in the sky um, where we're predicting something like all these crazy end timers predicting the coming of Jesus. You don't need to predict this. This is not a prophetic word, even though I've gotten many prophetic words on this. 
okay? God himself will reveal to you when the Titanic is going to sink and maybe you shouldn't get on it, okay? Right now, our banking system is the Titanic. Not only should you, you not get on it, but the, you there's a on flood my, coming and you, you do need to get horn. on a boat. That was my... I'm sorry. Uh, that was a good horn. I thought it was a good horn, you know, foghorn. It was, fog horn, it was know, a good foghorn. Uh, so the ship is sinking, okay? How much time until it's totally sunk? I don't know. Maybe your kids can play some, you know, football while the, 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 it's going down a little bit. I don't know. But you do need to be on your own boat. And you that's what ITM Trady is, is about. Be that's on your own resistance boat. Be chicks on your own boat. Are about, we're about being ready for what's coming. And then, and here's a phrase that I stole from Lynette because I love it. To not only survive what's coming, but to thrive. Thrive. That's why it's That's called Thrivers call Community. Club. That's what we're yeah. trying to do. We got our piglets. We've got uh, my grain mill. All these different things. But you guys, if you have wealth, if you've been storing things up, now, yesterday was the time to make the switch. Just okay? call them and talk to them and just tell them your situation. Even if you just don't even feel like, I'm not ready to take this leap yet, but can I get some more information from you guys? The ability to safeguard your wealth and assets with a proven strategy and guaranteed delivery of gold and silver from ITM Trading. I, you guys know I can't deliver lines. Okay, we are speaking from our heart because we feel it in our bones. Guys, bottom line is we've been telling you to go to them for six years. Now we've just officially partnered. We were telling you to go to them before we were partners with them. That should tell you all you need to know, in my humble opinion. Uh, we're doing it. My mom, my mom loves these people. And we're doing this mostly because of mom. Because she cares about you people. Yeah. And she's like, Leah, Michelle, I'm just promoting this because I want... And I'm so glad that we're actually having some a, a, a dialogue with them because now if you guys have a problem, if you guys have an issue, we can help you work with them. And then also Lynette has her own channel uh, called Beyond Gold and Silver where she talks about all the things that she's doing prepping wise. Yeah. Irregardless of whether you call them, some of you may not even have like, listen, Michelle, Leah, I ain't got no savings. You have no reason to call them, but you do have every reason to tune into Lynette and every reason to, to tune into her Beyond Gold and Silver, right? We're just telling you to get plugged into what I'm calling a ministry. Yeah. Okay. To help people through and be educated about what's coming. One eight six six nine five zero seven 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 six. Free consultation, thirty minutes, and it may take a little while for you guys to figure out how they may be able to help you. But everybody should be doing gold and silver. And if you have more than a couple thousand dollars, you're going to be confused on how to do that. Yeah, because there's multiple things to buy. What do you buy? What's safe to buy? What could be confiscated and in the future? How much do you even? This is the cool part. You know why? Because they're not just going to sell you on gold and silver. They're not just going to sell you on gold and silver. How much should I put in gold and silver? How much should I put in land? How much should I do this? They're the yeah, best. They're they are. literally the best. So last but not least, before we go, I want to tell you that this week has been phenomenal on resistancechicks.com. Um, not just resistancechicks.com, but all the videos that we've been doing. We have baby piglets. So we've done baby, a few visits. Baby, baby. Have you guys put in your names? We need two girl names. I actually have. I need to do. We just have to do Sunday. a special video. Like Sunday. Because I need to take all the I names. I name pretty quickly. Everybody's been giving me all these name combos. We've I've got, got like together. 20. So we're going to we're going to do a vote, a live vote baby, on Sunday. Baby, baby, You're like five baby, years old. Baby, we're going to do a live baby, vote on Sunday. For what name we should use for the little girls, because they're just so cute. And I don't know where my ITM thing is to turn this even off. There it is. All right. Old School Survival Boot Camp put out their latest 
episode oh, look, of you live now. the magazine that they do. This digital magazine that they have. It's so good. So if you even if you oh, can't come old to old school boot camp. Even if you can't come to old Leah's a little late to the game. Even if you can't come, I want you to be visiting old school survival bootcamp.com and find their uh magazine the digital magazine it's so it's good really, really good it's, it's really well put together there's a whole wealth of information there tara does a phenomenal job but if you do want to come go to old school survival bootcamp.com promo code rchicks15 will get you 15 dollars off the three day rchicks7 will get you seven dollars off of a two-day pass and we want to see you guys there there's there's still plenty of room and plenty of time hogging hills is absolutely beautiful. Make an extra day. Plan yeah. to do the hikes because they're that's what Ohio is known for. Essentially, it's the only thing really that we're known for. Um, before outside of the Wright brothers is Hawking Hills. So we want to see you guys there. Um, last but not least, and this is really important. So not only are you tuning in every Wednesday to the Red Pill Revelation Red Pill, we've moved that time to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Revelation Red Pill Academy, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Wednesday. We will be doing it. We may or may not be doing it on Rumble, and here's why. Because we have promised to live stream the first landing event. It's going to be an all-day event. I don't know when it ends, so I need to double-check on that. So if you're watching right now, we will be live on Facebook. We will be live on DLive. We will be live on Clout Hub for Revelation Red Pill Academy this coming Wednesday. We may or may not be there on Rumble, but it will be uploaded or mm -hmm. probably live-streamed afterwards yeah okay so let's say this maybe thursday night for sure or well we'll just leave it up to patriot gallery maybe mm -hmm. just late at night on on wednesday so that's there for you guys um but we will be doing it but i want you to tune in for free the first landing event they've got glenn beck and david barton so go to rumble on wednesday i think it's you can, and if you still want to go i think you can it's uh let me get the website up here first Landing 1607. Um, let me look. Resources, sponsorship, register, ceremony, reception. I'm trying to look at the actual thing that they're doing. That's the registration. What time does it start? All right. So I think it starts at 1. Yes. So from 1 to 5.30... And I don't know how they're going to do this with the live stream, but then they're going to be doing an hour and an hour and a half break, and then they're going to be doing a gala dinner reception from six to nine. So I'm, I need to get with them and see if we're streaming the gala dinner reception or not. Because okay. if we are, then Rumble is not going to be the place for Revelation Red Pill, but we will still be doing Revelation Red Pill this mm -hmm. week. Be tuning in to the Kingdom Roundtable on on Mondays. I need to ask you because I've been trying to ask you this all day, and we haven't had time. Corey had asked us to go on with him on Monday because Jason is Surge. I don't know what we got going on. We are really we busy. Are really I busy. have no garden in the garden. I know. Probably so not. I, but yeah. still tune in to the uh, Kingdom Roundtable on Rumble every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's going to make it really easy moving forward for you guys to remember 8 p.m. on Mondays and 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. And um, we will be streaming that on our Rumble as well. So I think that that's it. I think that covers the show. Excellent show, Leah. We love you guys. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's the truth, Patriot Gallery, like I said, has a new vlog out. I think she's going to be putting up the edited version very soon. So look for that tomorrow at the very latest. 
Um, it, I was listening to it today. It's just absolutely phenomenal. I, I, we're getting a lot of feedback from Patriot Gallery's vlogs. You guys are getting a lot out of those. I did a video out in the pig pen yesterday um, about kind of how do you get rid of the demonic weeds in your life? How okay. do we win in, in the power of God? And um, were there any other videos that we did this week? Oh, we put up our interview. We were on um, with, um, oh my gosh, what's his America. name? Vem Miller. Yeah. We were on with Vem Miller this week and his show is just absolutely killing it. They are America Happens. America is Happens. the is the name of the show. And he told us we could upload that to our channel. So Patriot Gallery did. And it was Patriot Gallery came to us afterwards and she's like, that is what you guys are best at. It's like a variety show. So it's a variety show of resistance chicks on with Vim Miller. And I want you guys to be tuned in to America Happens because they have a lot of amazing shows over there. So all right, we love you guys. God loves you. God bless. And we will see you on Sunday, 1 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if we're not on Rumble, we will be here. Just on Facebook and all of their live platforms because I don't know what's going on with Rumble. So just um, if they say it should be done by the weekend. We'll see. All right. Bye, guys. God bless. When I was cold, all alone, no place for home.